People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. On the all-new TonyBrunoShow.com. Rental discretion is advised. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah! It's like family. It's, it's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. That's the fact! Josh! He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final! Here is... You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are looking live at a bedlam scene. Actually, it's quieted down a little bit here. On a Friday afternoon, two days before Super Bowl 51, as we are live on Radio Row just after 4 o'clock here at Central Time. So that means two days and a little over an hour and a half from now, we will finally kick this thing off. Ms. Robin, what's the matter? No, I was just having you, I was going to have you, uh, never mind. <laughs> having you do what? I'm talking <laughs> into the microphone, looking into the camera. You're good, you're good. All right. What am I doing wrong? Nothing. All right. You're like making signals, and I'm like, just talk to me. We're on the air. We're live. It's Radio Row. It's been a great week. And what a day it was today, Robin. Oh, my It's not even gracious. over yet. 
But, you know, today was the craziest day because you can't even walk through the entire area because they've opened it up to the public now. So the people are walking around saying, who's that? Who's that idiot? Who's that guy? <laughs> who? Oh, there's another athlete. He must be somebody. Who is he? And yeah, kids no, are that, walking is, that is definitely what people are doing. They're like, he looks like an athlete. He's tall like an athlete. He's built like, he must be somebody. Who is it? Who is it? And they and say, then, it's, oh, it's Tony Bruno. He's an old guy. But he's, <laughs> I've given out a couple of autographs here today, Robin. It's Have usually you? from other media members, though. It's not like the fans. They don't really care. But we got an unbelievable show today. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting, the people that are that came on today. Yes. We have them on tape, obviously, because the thing about when we go live in the middle of the afternoon here is that you don't know who's going to walk by. So you got to come here early in the morning, which is what we've done all week, and we get a lot of our interviews set up, and then we bring them back. Carson Wentz is going to join us. That was exciting. We I... even gave him a joy, joy watch, and you know which one he picked out? Uh, don't tell anybody. I I'm going to have people guess on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. So we give people a choice of these beautiful Joy Joy watches, one of our sponsors here, and we let them pick out the color band that they like. Carson Wentz picked one out in particular. I'll give you a hint. They're not all solid colors. So if you get it right, and in fact, if you tweet it to us, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter, the first person who gets it right, we're going to send you a Joy Joy watch. How's that, Robin? How's that for coming right out of the gate Woo! and giving people swag? In fact, uh, Herschel Walker is going to join us today. Sal Palantonio is going to join us. We mentioned Carson Wentz. Dana White will join us from the UFC. Pat Mahomes, who's got a cannon for an arm, was a leading passer in college football and is one of the four or five top quarterbacks coming into this draft in Philadelphia later on this spring. So Pat Mahomes will join us from Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. And his dad, of course, was Major League pitcher Pat Mahomes, who pitched for the Minnesota Twins for a bunch of years, was right. with the Mets, and his dad pitched, and his dad was a little guy. The son, though, is a big guy. He's a big guy, and he has a big-ass arm. Well, it doesn't look big. I mean, he's no, proportionate. But, I mean, like, I, I was just looking. You didn't you didn't have a chance to look at it. I was I looked at that video really quick. Of the him one where he's on his knees, and he throws the ball, like, Holy 70 yards. Cow. I could do that too, but I'd have to have it edited, like the uh, you know, like those videos where they remember the Michael Vick one they did a commercial for, where he threw it out of the stadium, and you mean, the, like he actually fizzed the ball. He couldn't throw it out of the stadium. You mean like the one that we did of you dunking in the Dan Patrick studio? Exactly, yes. <laughs> that one. The one where I got up on a ladder, yeah, yeah, and then dunked it and then hurt my back trying to be cool and all that stuff. So there's no there's no uh, hanky panky in the Pat Mahomes video if you've seen it on YouTube and all over. And by the way, I don't believe he had anything to do with that video. Because a lot of people take videos just to pimp themselves out. He's got Lee Steinberg as his agent. He doesn't I mean, have to worry was, about pimping himself this out. This was before, you know, he was he was really being pimped that much. Exactly. Um, this was just him and his buddies and a coach. In high school. Yeah. Down there in Texas. Every time I say Texas, I have to break into my southern act. You notice when you say Texas things like, he went down to Lubbock, Texas, at Texas Tech. You can't say it in a in a... In a in anything but a Texas draw. Okay, so now let me ask you a question. Because we went to the big I, Texas party last night, right? Yes, we did. Did you not talk? To, were you not talking I did, Southern? I did a little bit of a twang. But I got to ask you, <laughs> is that the equivalent of being racist? No. No, because like if you were talking about, like if you were talking. I'm not so, like so you're talking pretending about, I'm black. You no, mean no, no. that kind Here, of stuff? So, I don't so do that. Look at this. So you're talking about Texas. You start off with a Texas twang. What if you were talking about somebody from Mexico and you suddenly started speaking in a Mexican act? Wouldn't that be the same equivalent Only thing? with friends that I know that we would goof off. <laughs> I'm not going to just walk up to somebody and start 
talking or talking black to my black friends. Right. I, I mean, there I are talk people, the way I talk. There are a lot of people that do do that. Now, now I, I don't walk up to Texans and start talking like a Texan. I'm just talking about when I mention Texas, I automatically yes. break into the, the Texan thing. You know what now, I'm saying? I have to admit, though, I have a problem with this normally because I don't know if it's because of all the different places that I've lived throughout my life. My mother's a linguist. I pick up accents very, very easily, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. So I could be talking to somebody, and halfway through the conversation, all of a sudden, I find myself, I don't notice it right away, but I feel like suddenly I notice that I am starting to speak like them, and I'm like, oh my gosh, do they think I'm making fun of them? No, they love it. When, when you talk Southern. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that Southern people appreciate that. Remember we had Sarah on yesterday? Sarah yeah. Thomas, the female referee? I started breaking it because like she said, I asked her if she ever wanted to become a referee because she's a line judge now. And she said, no, I don't think they would accept a woman going out there and saying, you know, and it's in her Southern twang. We got a lot of officials in the NFL. They all sound Southern, right? Well, First down, we got better. Exactly. Holding number 63. And half the time they're mumbling. You can't hear what they're saying. You That's can a actually yard. understand Let me finish her. my call, Robin. Holding number 53 <laughs> on the offense, 10-yard penalty, repeat first down. There you go. I do it better when I'm watching a game, though. I really break into it at home when I'm watching a game that break into true. my Southern draw. You got to. When you're doing, because you watch any college game and most of the, other than Ed Hockley, who only speaks steroid, you know, when he gets the gun show going. <laughs> but the, 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 the best. How do you speak steroid? You just you put the gun show on. I had the gun show on a little earlier today because Dana White was over here. Herschel Walker speaking of gun shows. He never ages, man. And we'll I have swear. Herschel on. He looks amazing. He does. He looks exactly like he did the last time. Well, I've, I've talked to him a bunch of times, but the last time I physically saw Herschel, it was like 15 years ago. So we were trying to guess. You said you thought he was around 55. He's, he's 54 years old. He was born uh, March 3rd, 1962. He looks like he's in his 40s. Exactly. And he still does an unbelievable exercise regimen, yeah. and we'll talk to him about it when he joins us on the show. I mentioned Dana Wright and uh, so many great people. And our good buddy Sean Payne is here, too. So if you want last-minute ticket knowledge, like people always talk, you'll, you'll read stuff during the week. Ticket, Super Bowl ticket prices are now up to $72 billion. So what's the very latest? Not that people listening at home are going to fly in here and buy a ticket, but maybe they will. And it's not just Super Bowl tickets. Because you can get tickets to any event, whether it's a concert. That's true. There's concerts this weekend here. We should here. have Sean sit, sit in this chair over here so that we can we can have you tell us what the... Uh... I told him we were going to do it during the show after we play a couple of interviews. I know, but he, you just broke it up. But he can just at least tell us how, what the price well, is. First of all, say hi to Sean Payne from Game Time, the Game Time app. We, we had you on last year and you were telling us about this amazing uh, tickets. What would you call the company now? Well, thanks for the great tease there, and, and you guys have been awesome hanging out with you guys today. So, uh, game time for the listeners that have talked about it. It's, it's mobile tickets. It's on an app. It's last minute is what we're focused on. So, the spontaneous buyer, the on-demand buyer, the fan that wants to find something, literally right up to the game. And for Super Bowl, that's usually an event that you plan out, but the prices have can fluctuate from just thousands and thousands of dollars on down to the value. So, so what do we have right now? So, if you go to game time app, you got to download the app first, right? 
It's a very easy download. Yeah, App Store, Android Store, whatever. One, of course, a free app. Um, but the ultimate is, of course, just being able to tap twice and get the ticket delivered to your phone. The Super Bowl is a unique situation. It's one of the very few events that does not have a digital ticket. So you are still having to pick up a physical ticket to walk into the game. I think that's going to change in the next because few years. Because they have barcodes. And not only do they have barcodes, but they have holograms. Because people tried it. Because I remember the last time the, uh, the Super Bowl was here in Houston, they have a big ticket. Mm. You know what the face value was in 2004 for the Super Bowl? $500? Wow. And that was high back then. Yep. You know, What's the face value now on a Super Bowl ticket? The low end was 900 this year. 900 And they're over 1000 That's face value. But nobody yeah. buys a Super nobody Bowl ticket at face, face value, value unless right. you're a former player or you have access. That's right. And the average, the general public has zero access That's to this. Right. That's right. Even so. the fans of the Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons coming down here. Now, I know they give some to the season ticket base, and then the teams will try to sell it to them. Mm -hmm. First come, first serve. But even that's almost impossible to get. Right. The distribution of Super Bowl tickets for years has always been a, a conundrum. Where they go, who gets them, and they've that's been publicized over the last few years. And there's a certain percentage to teams and a certain percentage to VIPs. But for the most part, the average fan cannot get a hold of them. And that's that's really where the StubHubs of the world and, and now Game Time came into prominence for events like this that you just did not have access to prior. So now, obviously, a lot of people listening aren't coming to the Super Bowl, and they are, you know what to do. But, for example, you're in the parking lot at the Toyota Center, where tonight there's a hot basketball game, right? You're going to have the Houston Rockets and the Chicago Bulls. So you're standing outside, you don't have tickets, and somebody wants to sell you a ticket. You want to get in the game, you just do the transaction right there outside on the right in front of the building. You can do it in your car. You could do it on the way in, standing in line. I mean, the, we like to talk about last-minute tickets at game time, really looking into the day of an event when prices fall for almost every event. And so people are finding amazing deals when you're literally walking right up to the stadium because the market is changing in real time. Prices are slotting in and slotting out in game time. And that's when you ultimately can get your best value. And depending on what type of shopper you are, you're spontaneous, you want to go, you went to dinner, let's go to the Rockets game. And we did that last night, and we got tickets in the lower corner for a Hawks-Rockets game for 34 bucks. Wow. I mean, and, know, that, so. and that you're right, because you go to a game and you'll see people, now there's obviously professional scalpers that I'm looking for tickets, right. and they're trying to buy them and resell them. Mm -hmm. But if there are people, say you're a season ticket holder, and you, go, you want to get rid of your, your tickets, and you're, you're going to the game, you have a couple extra ones, and you're like, oh, what am I going to do with these? Throw them away. Right. You know, you hand them to somebody. But you can sell them right then and there, last minute. Digital ticket gets transferred to the person that buys it. Boom, you go right in. You said it as, as, as well as I could, exactly. So the, the new feature that we've had on Game Time in the last year is our cell function. And a lot of people will have hard tickets or paper tickets that they've printed out, but they want to put them on the market quickly and not have to deal with it. Game Time allows you to take a photo of this ticket have it upload to the app immediately, and it will be out there for everyone to buy. You can even add some little editorial to it and, and get some extra juice, if you will, on the on the sale. Beautiful. And it's for all of it, not just sports, concerts, oh, right. anything that has tickets for sale, right? It's sports, concerts, theater now. So we have thousands and thousands of events in over 60 markets across the country and in Canada. Um, obviously, in Philly, we offer everything that is, that is out there available. But the, the ultimate, I think, value for us is the people that are now using mobile as their kind of primary mm -hmm. information and commerce source are finding game time to be the easiest. I mean, the old days of the web, getting on there and looking at a seat map to find your ticket and find your particular location is gone. And game time offers those photos of the particular seat and gives That's you that perspective. That's what we saw last year, which was absolutely amazing. 
So you go on and you know you sell a ticket, and you're like, what section is that? And you look at the floor, you look at the grid, and you're like, oh, that doesn't look like a bad section. And then when you get there, you're saying, what the hell is this? Yeah. But you actually see the act, what it looks like from the seat that you're buying. There's a photograph of every seat in every venue for the most part. In the game, too. A lot of a lot of other competitors out there will have photos of empty stadiums or a digital version of the stadium. And this is one that is within the game itself. So you see the context of the fans next to you and sort of the view and the perspective with a full stadium. And that's, that's awesome one stuff, thing we man. pride ourselves on. Awesome, awesome stuff. So what's the latest Super Bowl price right now as we give you live local and late breaking. That is right. and, and It's again, like the stock market. It's like, is it up? Is it down? Is it uh, sideways? I mean, we're 48 hours out. People could easily pop over to Houston if they wanted to. Exactly. If there's any Patriots or Falcons fans that are listening to you right now. But the market has, has kind of shifted a little bit from earlier this week where we saw tickets. They were approaching 2000 on the low end, which is a re- reasonable value for a Super Bowl. Um, and now it's kind of crept back up. And so we're pushing up to 3000 The lowest I'm looking at right now is 2842 for an end zone seat. What's going to be interesting to see is the market is sort of stabilized with the supply that's out there. And I think within the next 24 hours, those sellers that are trying to hold out for that shrinking market are going to get a little bit desperate and, and want to move these. So I don't, I don't see prices getting below 2000 for the event. But again, for a Super Bowl, that is a, a relative value, I think. And a lot of people come to the Super Bowl city without tickets, hoping that they can score some. And, that's, and then they usually pay. But because I, see, we were talking earlier about the Patriot fans have been here so many times that do they get tired? You know, it's not even that they're tired of watching their team win. They're like, I can't afford it this time. I just was here a couple of years ago. So now this time I'm going to save my money. I'll watch it on TV for a change. Yeah, and I think earlier we were talking about what could have made this Super Bowl just explode in terms of aftermarket value, and that would have been the Cowboys. Oh, absolutely. And, and been in the Super Bowl since 2006. Right, local. Yeah, and, so drive down. That, no, that you're right. That would have changed the dynamic, and we would have been talking. We'd be talking about a four or five thousand dollar ticket to get in right now. I think so. Good for fans that want to go, and that are you know the Falcons. They have a, a loyal fan base, but it's a regional fan base, and it's one that isn't spread across outside the, the state lines of Atlanta. I don't think. And then with the Patriots, as you mentioned, how many Super Bowls have they been to? I mean, the average Patriots fan has probably been to one <laughs> in the last decade, if not you know multiple. Over, yeah, right. Great stuff. Sean Payton, it's game time. Get Download the app, and you'll go see for yourself. You don't even have to buy it. Go in there and look at any sporting event. Like, for example, if uh, Fitz and the Tantrums are coming to your town, we, we got a chance to meet them today. Boy, are they awesome or what? They're really cool looking, too. Do, they, they, I got to get hair like that with the, with the white in the front. That's Michael Fitzpatrick, who's yeah. the lead singer. Yeah, he's got the little white streak going. Yeah. With the little pom- is it still called a yeah. pompadour? Something like that. I don't know. I don't think Very that's cool. a pompadour. And they're as tall as their voices are good. Yeah, they're so, all. Yeah, and Noelle Skaggs is the lead female singer. She's great, and yeah. their videos are great. And that song, The Walker, that's like yes. in every commercial that you'll ever see. You'll hear that song everywhere. Robin and I are in a supermarket. They're playing it. You want Walmart ads, yeah. the, the, the super cuts. It's unbelievable. They're everywhere. And they're in the Madden game now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that band is, is, has crossed over to major popularity from just sports marketing, I think. So that's one thing that I, I was really impressed to see them here and visit with you guys. And, um, and again, thank you to you and Robin for having me here. It's been an amazing experience and just a great day. And Tony, you're talking about other athletes that you don't see, and who's that guy? I think he looks like someone, but at least people recognize you. Your well, face is because out I've been there here for a decades, times. right? But no, we get to see like Randy Cross. I know you're a big Niner fan, and Randy Cross was on that great Niners team in the dynasty of the 80s, yeah. and I've been fortunate to know Randy. So I go up and say hi to him. Sean says, oh, I love Randy Cross. We get him a picture. You know, we can do that because we're a media now. You know, we're in the because you have to have a credential to be back here. That's right. You just can't be some stu-no. Although, if you go to the NFL experience, 
you're allowed to walk through the area That's as correct. part if you, of that. If you buy tickets to the NFL experience, you can walk through here, but you can't be in the inner sanctum. Right. Exactly. That you have to have. We're behind the velvet part. ropes. Although they're not velvet, they're like <laughs> polyester ropes. I you think. definitely need to know some people. But as a fan, it's pretty cool to be even this close and see how the media works and see what the broadcasting is going on. And then, of course, all the celebrities that are walking around here. It's been. That's interesting. This year, they did not allow the fans up here until today. No, they were here yesterday, but not but as many. But now that it's Friday, yesterday there were some fans. They have a Bridgestone thing yeah. over there where you can jump in. No, you never posted the video of me diving into the into the ball. Uh, into you know, the, uh, Tony Bruno, there are only so many hours in Robin, the day. Robin, that was an unbelievable catch. I dove straight was, out actually. in slow motion, grabbed the football as it was thrown to me, and then fell into this pit. And I do. I have it in slow-mo, which I didn't even know I had on my phone. Because iPhones had slow-mo forever, and then the Android so did Robin not. So Robin said, and the, the woman from Bridgestone Tires was like, "What? do it in slow-mo. It's like, better. She said, slow-mo? And she's the that. technical expert on the show. <laughs> I hate to do it to you this early in the show, I Robin. I know. I give it to myself. We got an action-packed show, and I want to see at, uh, I want to see if anybody got the answer to my question. Which, which... Watch, Joy Joy Watch, did Carson Wentz pick out when we gave him a choice of all the different watch bands? If you get that right and tweet it to me at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter, the first person that gets the correct answer. Now, not what brand, they're all Joy Joy, they all have the same face inside, but the watch bands are multicolored, multi uh, decorations, multi patterns, and so he picked one in particular that he wanted. If you know what it is, tweet it to me at Tony Bruno Show. A guy I think you know. Just tweeted in, go, go Tony Bruno show. It's an outrage. Mike James, you remember Mike oh, James? Mike James, yeah. The great Used to Mike work James. For him. Yeah, who was at StubHub for all those years yeah. at StubHub. When I was at Fox, one of my big sponsors. Yeah. They'd spent a lot of money and they were great, great. And a lot of you guys have spun That's off from StubHub and you're with your company and yeah. Mike has his own place now. Yeah. So it's great. And in fact, uh, yeah, Mike James is still out in the Bay Area, though, right? Yeah, Everybody's he's out, out in the Bay Area. He, that's where it's happening. It's the innovation capital of the uh, well, world right now. Well, you know that that we Twitter being what it is, everybody has to have Twitter for because sure. otherwise you can't really reach your fans. So, yeah. uh, for the longest time, for whatever reason, Twitter did not allow Tony to have the little check mark. They were not verifying him. We don't know why. Bizarre. It was very bizarre, and so we kind of made a joke about it. And we would ask people, and they're like, oh, and you, we, you don't qualify. And we're like, how does he not qualify? So we made a joke saying, next time we're in the Bay Area, we are going to storm Twitter. We marched on the we Twitter headquarters there on Market Street. <laughs> we went down there. And <laughs> demanded your check mark. It, damn right, and they <laughs> gave it to us. No, it we had some help. But, 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 but it's not based on number of followers no, 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 anymore. No. It's based it on a, And it was a mistake. A, it was a mistake on their part because mm-hmm. there were a lot of fake Tony Brunos. Yeah. Yes. And um, so the, once we... Once they saw that it was really me, and I went in there and stormed the Bastille and went right in, and I said, I want to see Mr. Twitter himself. I don't even think Jack Dorsey was in charge at the time. This was a couple years ago. When did Jack take over there? Oh, well, he started the company, right? Yeah, but he's now. He took over recently again. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the Twitter thing is fun, and we want to thank everybody watching us now on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and uh, Periscope, Periscope, all of our video Periscope components. Producer. So for those of you who do not know what Periscope Producer is, Periscope Producer just allows that they, uh, Periscope contacted Tony because of the shows that he's doing, that they wanted him to be able to, instead of just being able to do Periscope on the phone, which we decided not to do anymore because we had connectivity issues. Like I tried to par- Periscope last night from the big party, the EA Sports mm-hmm. Party, right. which was absolutely insane. It was. I mean, uh, the chain smokers, if you're not a big uh, techno or 
if you don't appreciate great DJs who just put on an unbelievable show, and you know, I've, I've been following, I went and saw, I used to go see all the big DJs in LA back in the 2000s, you know, Kruder and Dorfmeister, and, and these guys who just mix stuff. These guys sell out the Hollywood Bowl, oh, at, yeah. and there's guys with turntables, but they put on an amazing show. And last night, Chainsmokers, and a lot of people out there listening to the show know who they are. They were incredible. They were. Two I mean, guys the, the that volume, kind of and it's not just loud. The place, there had to be 5,000 people least, on the least. floor just rocking to these guys, and they just killed it, man. Yeah. They had pyrotechnics, they had smoke, they had confetti, and they, the energy level was just incredible. Yeah. It's, a lot of people don't like that music, but it's not, it's not for everyone. You're not going to listen to it in your car, but if you're in a club environment at a big party like that at EA Sports, it, you have to get into it. You can't possibly sit still. I it was phenomenal. Couldn't agree with you more. All phenomenal. that, all the EDM music that is just taken off. And yes, it's a little bit of a younger generation, but it is so in, enthralling when you're there watching oh, it. Whether the power. It's like, I yes. mean, the power of the music and the incredible mixes these guys do, and just the background and everything synchronized. It's mm -hmm. just a great, great show. And I'll tell you, this one venue here, what's it called now? Uh, Nomadic. Nomadic. Well, Nomadic is a company that does these pop-up. And they built this this gigantic mm -hmm. venue. It looks like a gigantic hangar, and it's multi-layer dance floor. And tonight, the Bruno Mars is going to be there. So every night they have these um, Taylor big, Swift is going to be there. Big parties. And last night they had they had Doctor. They had Snoop Dogg, who we couldn't stay for because it was after one. And they had uh, they had Sam Hunt. They had uh, the Chainsmokers. And then they had uh, Snoop Dogg later on in the night. And what a night! I mean, the lines to get into this place were unbelievable. I mean, what, Robin, you know, I said, hey, you know who I am? Boom, right in. It's a special venue, though. That is worth it. It's not just being in, like, a typical amphitheater or big no, stadium. No, it was phenomenal. You have... They had everything in that place, and it's, yeah. that's one of the fun parts. And the EA Sports people, I give them credit, because they used to do the Madden Bowl every year. And Robin and I were at the one in Arizona two years ago, and it was raining, and it was an indoor-outdoor venue. So the guys playing the video games outside in the finale, and it was Sean LaShawn McCoy was the champion, mm. and I forget who he was playing. And by the time these guys sit outside to play the championship game, there's like nobody watching them. And, you know, and I know there's guys on YouTube that have millions of viewers who watch a guy play video games online. Right. But when you're at a party and you want music and you want to have fun, you're not really going to watch guys playing video games. So EA Sports now calls it the EA Bowl, not the Madden Bowl. So they don't play the Madden games anymore in this event. They just realize, you know what, let's get a couple of big acts, let's pack this place, and let's have people have fun who don't want to watch guys play video games. Not that Madden isn't the biggest video game of all time, but it's just from the party perspective, and now they can get $600, $700 a pop for people to go in. And you know what, not one person was complaining about the cost because the booze was flowing, it was food, it was unbelievable talent it was great and the uh, and the show was good too and there's unbelievable women i mean it was just an absolutely great great party and of course the party we went before that the big texas party was a great event too so we got i a lot actually of fun. have the video a little bit of the video from last night that i think if i'm really really good is I this a little bit of the uh of the chain smokers. This is a little bit of the chain smokers. These are two white dudes, man, and these yeah. guys are amazing. Yeah, one of them. One of them actually kind of looks like my, my son. He has a big beard, big bushy beard. Robin's a big Diplo fan because he's from uh, he's from the Netherlands, right? Yep. Diplo's yep. probably one. Of, he's, he's playing top three. this week. He's playing is Diplo weekend. in town. Mm -hmm. Yes, he and, is. And uh, and uh, Thievery Corporation. You ever follow mm -hmm. those guys? Heard of I'm them. I'm a big Thievery. I have all their CDs. I just love all kinds of music and Thievery Corporation just mixes, you know, they, yeah. they, they do different riffs from different songs and they put them together and put That's their right. own style to them and it's amazing stuff. So if you're not into the, 
you know, I don't go to the Daisy Carnivals and all that. Do you go to the Electric Daisy Carnivals? No, that's a, that's a little generation behind me. But, <laughs> but I can appreciate, you know, the Daft Punks of the world, and yep. you know, those guys are. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I actually got this. Rob is going to play some now. If you're watching, let's you know, see, this was right? last night. Uh oh. That didn't really sound really good. No, that's not good, Rob. They were playing the Rocky theme. That's Rocky. Robin, I was in a great spot. You're, I don't know how the hell you shot that video. What were, you weren't even shooting the stage. I was following you, Tony. Oh, it's dark. You can't see me. Nobody wanted to see me. Listen, watch this and listen to this. This is how amazing these guys are. They're jumping up on top of the table. Lights, fire. I even smell marijuana in the air. And here come the lasers. Yeah, those kind of lights. I'm pretty massive people. The humanity. Oh, the humanity. It's oh, like Las Vegas. Fire. The smoke, the fire, baby. It was awesome. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Anyway, we're having fun. We got. Uh, wait a minute. We have a winner now. We have a winner on our contest of which watch did Carson Wentz pick out, Robin? And Michael Bolin, not Michael Bolton. That's a different guy. I think Michael Bolton's performing here. Probably has his own party this week. Do you want to live without me? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Michael Bolin on Twitter at mjb1256 got it right. Wentz picked the camo watch. I'll bet. Is that a? Does that consider it a guess? Yeah, yes, I mean, he's the first a, person that got it right. But a lot of people, people are guessing Rainbow, Rainbow, and all the different ones. But well, you know, it was obvious he wanted the camo. You know why? I mean, he, he zoomed in on it. it. It was actually at the bottom of the box, and it didn't even have the watch face in it at the moment because those are interchangeable. He saw that sucker, and he goes, "That's the one I want." <laughs> we, we said, uh, oh, "What's in the box?" And in the box was the camo watch that Carson Wentz wanted. We'll play a Carson Wentz coming up here. Sal Palantonio join us. He's got some good insights on the Patriots because he's been following them all week. He's been embedded with the New England Patriots. Sal Palantonio, my buddy from ESPN, and so he's going to join us. And Herschel Walker and Matt Mitrione, former uh, Purdue football star, turned MMA fighter. He's got a big fight coming up on Bellator MMA, February 18th. That's going to be on, uh, on Spike TV. And he's fighting Fedor, the legendary MMA fighter, one of the greatest heavyweights, if not the greatest heavyweight of all time, from Russia. He hasn't fought in the U.S. since 2011. And he's coming back, and they're going to fight at the SAP Center in San Jose. Hello. That's coming up on February 18th. And Dana White's going to join us because there's a UFC Houston event tomorrow night right across the street at the Toyota Center. So Dana will preview that. And uh, Fitz and the Tantrums will play a block of Fitz and the Tantrums later on. No, he will, but, but they're great if you haven't seen them or heard them. If you haven't heard Fitz and the Tantrums, if you had, like, I wasn't sure when I heard the name of who they were. Right. Because but then as soon as I heard one oh, of their yeah. songs, it's the same thing with the ex-ambassadors. We saw them the other. Right. I knew their, I knew a couple of their songs, especially the Renegade song. Because they use that on the Jeep commercials. And now if you're watching TV, you hear all these commercials, you hear all these great songs, you're like, what is that song? And it's pretty much all these groups, like Fitz and the Tantrums are in everything. They're in the Madden game. And then you got the ex-ambassadors. A lot of their music right. is sampled in, in, in ads. So it's, it's, a, it's another part of the music industry that allows these guys to get even bigger than they already are because people know them from the commercials that yeah. their songs are on. 
that used to be selling out from some artists. Yeah. Now it's getting huge yes. by promoting Yeah, all these artists who are called sellouts are saying, yeah. I'd like to sell out yeah. like that. I'd love for you to sample my songs <laughs> on exactly. Walmart ads and, in, and every ad you can think of. And it's, it's a huge, huge industry. And that's, a lot of these groups become, who are pretty relatively regional acts, they become international stars yeah. because of people hearing their songs everywhere they go. You can't, you can't get out, you can't get the theme from, you can't get The Walker, which is their biggest hit, but they've had a bunch of them. That song you will I know believe. anywhere you go, mm-hmm. with the whistling and, and the, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. here we go. See, I can't That's sing. That's pretty so good. Yeah, if I were in a karaoke bar and I had oh, as much funny. alcohol as I consumed last night, and the barbecue from what was the name of the barbecue place with the gigantic ribs? Killins. Killins here in Houston, Texas. If you ever come down here, and it's a tough place to get into, it's they do like a thousand pounds, and these barbe- these ribs, the bones are like pterodactyl bones. They're like yeah. brontosaurus bones. And our buddy AJ from over here at our, our station here in in in, uh, in Houston, 97.5, he said, you got to go over there. you got to go and get these. He says he drives an hour to the location and then wastes an hour in line just to get these ribs. Now That's feel, how good they are. I feel kind of bad, though. So what was the place that was right next to them, the, the table right next to them? They were trying to give us some food, and we're like, oh, no, no, I need to try the killings first. Or at least I was saying that. But you took... I took was, some of the... Uh, the barbe- there's no bad barbecue right, down here. Right. But Killens has the big ribs. And then the, I, the ribs. I tasted mm-hmm. the brisket, and it was fantastic. And then I felt bad for kind of blowing them off. I didn't blow oh. them off. I took yeah, the brisket, did, Robin. And I'm not fan. a big brisket fan. But now fan. I don't remember their name. And it, I apologize if you're listening. Whoever you were, whatever restaurant you were, your brisket was awesome. These guys had four of the gigantic Yeti. Yeah, you've seen the Yeti coolers, oh, right? Yeah. They're the best. And they had four of the biggest ones you'll see filled with ribs. And these aren't just that you get one rib. You know the old joke. Oh yeah. How much for just one rib? <laughs> that was a joke on, was, uh, on, uh, on what's his name on Chris. Uh, yeah. What, I, who's the great comedian? Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock did a bit. How much for just one rib? Well, the one rib was just a regular rib on a rack on a baby back rib. Right. When you ask for one rib at Killens. It's a giant, it's like it's the a femur. biggest rib you <laughs> exactly. ever see. It is like a femur. You yeah. literally, and they sell them by by single ribs, yeah. right? And they're how much is one rib, AJ? If you go to Kellogg's, twenty five bucks for one Holy rib. Holy like, moly! But they're humongous. Yeah, but still, I don't know if I like. Cause I don't, I don't know it's if I'd pay. I'd pay twenty five bucks for that rib. Twenty five bucks. I'd pay twenty five bucks for that. They were delicious. It, you get some baked beans with it too. It's not just the rib. The other thing that I liked about it is that it didn't have. It was a dry rub. And then it had just a mild sauce because it just brought the, the flavor out. I hate the places, the barbecue places, that slap on so much sauce. It doesn't really matter what kind of, mm-hmm. how they cook it. You know what that is, though, when they do that, Robin? You know what that is? What is it? It's an outrage. Yes, it, it is. is an outrage. Or some other people will say, it's about damn time. like LeBron, who continues his feud with Charles Barkley at the point now where I don't really care anymore. Just fight amongst yourselves, guys. Meanwhile... So, Wentz picked the camera watch, so we're going to get Michael and make sure we save him and send him a joy. What kind of watch would you like, Michael? Because we have multiple colors. Well, he ha- he's going to DM. I, I just, okay, we're going to DM him. He's going to DM me and, and do all the info. and. Blah, blah. Let's go to our first interview, though, shall we? Are you ready for it, Robin? I. Because yeah. Robin's got to do this all from one computer. So, she's streaming the show, she's recording the show, and then she's. Uh, Changing the cameras on the three camera shoot here. And is she not amazing with this? Superwoman. Even though she didn't know she could do slow mo on her uh, on her Samsung phone. No, I was too busy figuring out everything else. And you know what else is even more amazing is that when I go to one of these pre-recorded uh, videos, I get to go to the bathroom. Not for Carson Wentz. He's not long enough, <laughs> no, he's not so long to speak. Enough. He's tall enough, but he's not long enough, as someone once said. 
So let's let's start off with Carson. He did Wentz. have big feet, so I don't know. Let's start off with Carson Wentz because he's here, and obviously everybody swamps him. And uh, I said, that, you know, he wasn't even scheduled to come on our show. So his PR guy knew I was a little bit. He said, oh, come on, let's pop him on for a couple minutes. So Carson Wentz was nice enough to sit down with us, and we chatted a little bit after I gave him the camo wash, of course. Sure. All right, here we go. Well, you never know who you run into. This guy's been here a couple days. He's been running around. I finally got him for a couple minutes, the great Carson Wentz. Now, last year at this time, this was this was something you were thinking about? or You were just yeah. ready to get ready for the draft, right? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> last year this... It, I keep saying it's crazy a difference world uh, a year makes. You know, um, just last week I was watching the Senior Bowl. I'm like, man, I know what those guys are going through, but now I'm I'm on my couch chilling. Um, it's a little different, but um, you know, now I'm here at the Super Bowl, getting my first my first chance to kind of see the the production and the show that it really is. Um, it's unfortunate I'm here in this capacity. Hopefully, I'm here in a different. No, capacity you'll be in here the future, in a different but, capacity. Um, but yeah, it's it's exciting to be here and, and realize just really how big the game is. And you see the radio row thing is insane. It's I mean, I, when I started doing this 29 years ago, it wasn't anything like this, and it just keeps bigger and bigger every year. Exactly. Is this overwhelming to you, or is this fun? No, it's not overwhelming. But it, you know, like I said, you really get a chance to see how big of a show it is and how big the game is. You know, and it's kind of exciting to know that I'm a part of that game. You know, no, no I'm hunting. We were blessed. talking before you came on. No hunting around here, though. You can't do I, any of that this week. I haven't been haven't been down here yet, but maybe someday. <laughs> I know it's, I know it's great in Texas. <laughs> Last thing about the game, who do you like? Uh, I keep getting asked that, and I don't necessarily have a prediction, but but I keep saying it's tough to pick against Tom Brady. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm expecting it to not quite be as high a scoring game as some people might think. Um, I think those defenses will both hold their own, at least for a little while. All right, before you go back to Philly to go to the offseason stuff, the, the training program, you're going back to South Dakota soon. And are you going to work out North with Dakota. receivers? North, North Dakota. Dakota, South Dakota. It's all good. North Dakota with the, with the uh, bison and work out with some of the, uh, your wide receivers? Yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, nothing real planned yet for, for back home, but I'm going to be doing some training, you know, back, back, in, back in the Philly area. I'll be doing something in California some. So um, I'll be making my rounds, but, but I'm excited to keep getting better. And I see you got the NRG shirt on, and obviously, Connor yep. Barwin big and it's the stadium yep. here is NRG Stadium. Yeah. It's a great company. Yeah, it's cool to be a part of, you know, to come to support them and to partner with them. Um, they do such a great job, you know, obviously like you just said, NRG Stadium. Um, they have all these lights that, that are just energy efficient and they do such a great job, um, but then also just the energy to, to fuel your home, you know, and it's all personal to to, they have different plans that are personal to everybody, so uh, I'm just happy to be a part of this company. Are you going to wear your uh, your camo watch that we gave you from Joy Joy yeah, Watches? I'll be, I'll be hunting with it real soon. No, I'm telling Actually, you, man. You go in the you go in the wet wherever you are. You give one to for your girlfriend too. No, exactly. Here, take take one for your girlfriend. All right, thank you, Carson Wentz. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Carson Wentz. See how many other radio? There's a million radio shows here. Are they handing out quality swag to their guests? No. They're not giving them nothing, as someone once said. They're You'll get nothing and, and like, like it. it. However, on the Tony Bruno show, you get some. Even if, like, for all of, we're giving people our great, uh, our great little watches or our uh, thin optics glasses, people are loving these things, man. Because this is, we're in the forefront. You know, watches aren't in the forefront, but this is the latest technology because it's a silicone watch band, Correct. interchangeable. But these glasses, the thin optics out from Palo Alto, out in your neck of the woods, Sean. You gotta love this, man. I mean, everybody wants everything to be easier. You know, we had to make things simpler for people. And the thin optics glasses—you could take them anywhere. You'll never need glasses, reading glasses. You're in a restaurant. You know how it works, and you don't have to ask you. Oh, Robin, you got your big handbag. You have another pair of glasses my, in there. My favorite reaction was Herschel Walker's, though. Yeah, well, you'll hear Herschel Walker's. Well, I don't react. think I don't. I don't think that that's actually on the video. When we gave him his own uh, his own set of glasses, of thin optics, yeah, thin optics. He uh, he put them on. 
And the expression on his face, I actually posted a photograph of it on uh, on Twitter and on social media. It's so it's like a big surprise. And he actually said, he goes, holy cow, I can see. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. Because, you, know, like, it, you know, I used to have the greatest eyesight. I can see far away. I don't need glasses. I can see everything here. But all of a sudden, you hit like 40, and you, you look down, and you... I used to thread needles for my mom, you know, because yep. my mom couldn't see the needle to put the, the thread in there, you know, and, and I would do it very easily. Okay. Then all of a sudden now I can't, you know, if I take these, if I take my uh, my thin optics off and I look down, I can't even it's read. It's awful. I actually had to put a button on my leather pants because leather pants have a really hard time with keeping buttons on because mm -hmm. the leather, it's, anyway, I was so re-sewing the button on before we left to come here for Houston. Even with the glasses on, I had a hard time doing it. I'm like... Oh no! This is how yeah. can I not? I used to be able to do that, oh, not no. even thinking about yes. it. Yes. Oh yes. I've never worn glasses. My my eyesight's been thankfully really good. But as I'm getting into the 40s here, exactly what you're talking about. And like when you showed me the thin optics, I was like, this is yeah, amazing. Greatest, now I can see how greatest invention since sliced bread. And now I bet a lot of there've been a couple of since sliced bread, but this is among them. Well, when I we, don't want to be accused of the being the like overdoing something. Well, just the fact that we have swag, you know, like most people don't have that. People, right. pe usually what people, you know, people that are bringing, they're bringing swag to us. And we haven't gotten any swag this week. Well, like, no, that's true. We had, we had gift bags and things like that at different no, places. No, I'm talking about like when the guests come around and they've got some product oh, yeah. that they're selling, they usually give do. you some. Like Dick Vermeil came by a couple years ago and brought us a bottle of wine. That's true. All right. That's Nobody's true. brought us wine. Vodka. Now, we've been going to parties and drinking, and, you know, they give you a little gift bag when you leave the media party and stuff like that. And I'm not being an ingrate. I'm just saying normally, most of the time when a guest comes by and they're promoting something, they give you something. They give you a taste. Right. You know? That's why we haven't been doing guests that are just strictly, like, Carson Wentz was talking NRG. You know, he could have brought me a solar panel at least, <laughs> so I could have gone home and put it up and saved on my electric bill. Now, the, the one thing that we have not been able to give out, which I'm sure that a lot of people would love. What is that, right? Is the Chiromatic mattress. Yes. That especially... We haven't even gotten one yet, but I want one as soon as we get back. Because my yeah. mattress is 10 years old. It's and time. I'm, and we gotta get, i got to get a new mattress. If you find, if, if, who's, who's better to make a mattress than a chiropractor? Who's going to know better about how the human spine Works. What needs to be supported and what doesn't, and depending on what you, how Wait, you I sleep. i got to wave to my boy here. I don't like to do this during the air, but i got to yell out to Larry Fitz, one of my favorite players in the air. Larry, how are you, man? Hey, good to see you, buddy. <laughs> there he is, the great Larry well? Yeah, man, good to see you. How you doing, buddy? Larry Fitzgerald of your Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he is my favorite player he in the air. That was pretty so cool. He, how hard did you do me? He's <laughs> Every he's time so I see nice. the guy, he's always so happy. He's just He's my favorite player in the entire NFL, bar none. He's a great, great, he's a great guy. He's always pleasant with people, and he's one of the all-time great receivers. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame lock, is he not? First ballot. Absolutely. Has to be. We'll find out the latest Hall of Fame class tomorrow here. Right down the hall, they will announce the latest Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, and, saw uh, T.O. earlier. T.O. was looking good. It looks mm -hmm. like he can still play. I'll tell mm -hmm. you what. I hope Carson Wentz saw T.O. Because right now, T.O. would be a better weapon for him at his age and his condition did anybody playing wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles? I think you have a point. I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> he does. He looks amazing. A lot of these older receivers look great, too. We saw Isaac Bruce, who's maybe going yeah. to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Still looks great. Wide receivers seem to take care of themselves. Running backs are the guys who just get really big and fat after they retire. You notice that? 
Like offensive linemen lose weight because they don't have to eat all the time to stay 350 plus That's a after they point. retire. But I got one piece of swag. Robin actually snagged this for me today. Well, we saw we saw other people wearing it, and Tony's like, "Ooh, ooh, it lights up. I need it." Anything that lights up that has <laughs> bubbles or lights. So Robin got this. Put it on the multiple. Uh, you got it on blue. I want it to be like changing colors. Oh, does it do that? And I'm not a big hat guy. I don't wear a lot of hats, but there's a hat that Robin snagged. It's an NFL official hat. So it's Is not it some like knockoff in the parking lot guy trying to sell you uh, fake no, Super Bowl No, so if you're stuff. here and you can get it on the NFL store, but I'm telling you, this is going to be huge. I don't know how to do just it. Just leave it on green, but it changes yeah. multiple colors. Robin, you're supposed to know this stuff. I just kept pushing the button and hoping something would happen. It's it needs, be a it needs to sparkle and glitter. It, no, it do does. It, yeah. it changes colors. You can set it on individual colors. You can set it to change. Well, let me put this on. I want to find so the green. So if, if you are here in Houston, you might even be able to find it online. I'm you can sure go to you NFL, NFL Shop. NFLShop.com. NFL it's, it's called the 950 Snapback. It is awesome. NFL Team Headwear. Uh, you see it. It's an awesome hat, huh. and it's got colors in it. So it's on green right now, but it changes colors to multiple colors. You can put green, blue, red, and lights are all the way around. The TD Ameritrade uh, green room. Somebody. Yeah, got you know it. who's over there? Gronk. That's Gronk. Uh, yeah. that's- yes, Gronkowski. He's not playing in the Super Bowl, <laughs> but the Super Bowl is every day for him. So Gronk's over there doing the TD Ameritrade thing. Uh, we were told the other day when we went over to talk to the folks, he's not doing any media, though. Did not Gronk is not doing any interviews. So he may be picking up another Super Bowl ring for not participating come Sunday with a new and the amazing thing is the soup the, the Patriots are ten and all without Gronkowski. Is that amazing? I mean this guy was the world one. the best tight end in football and the second best guy wasn't even in the same stratosphere. Mm-hmm. He goes down, you think the Patriots are gonna be messed up and they haven't missed a beat. It's just, that's why they're just such an amazing franchise. Dana White's going to join us a little later. Talk about Patriot fans. Wow. I, I mean, you talk, he's, he wears his Patriot fandom on his sleeve, on his shirts. on his. He may have a Patriot tattoo, for all I know. We'll ask him when he comes on with us. In the meantime, you know who else came by a little earlier today? One of my dear friends. Um, I, I've known Sal Powell. I knew Sal Powell Antonio before he was even writing sports. He was a, he was a political writer. For the Philadelphia Daily, for the Philadelphia Inquirer, he was nominated for Pulitzer prizes. He's written books on politics, and then he, and he is obviously a big sports fan. So we go way back to the '70s, and Sal now, for the last twenty-something years, has been an ESPN yep. football reporter. And again, and we saw him, and I tackled him. We carried him over, sat him down, and said, "Sal, sit down and shut up, and give me ten minutes, and let's talk some football." Well, we have to run into everybody. It's like a reunion here, and I've been saying it all week at the Super Bowl. But I finally ran into this guy walking around. I don't know what he had, some bazooka or something in a, in a case. What are you doing? It's Al oh, Palantoni, no, of course, from ESPN. This what is, is a that? portrait of uh, Earl Campbell that was given out at the Hall of Fame luncheon. Oh, beautiful. And I'm going to give it to uh, our cameraman who's from Houston, who's a big uh, big Texans and Oilers fan. I've been a football fan in Houston forever, so I've, I've got it for him. I'm going to give it to him. That's a good job. Are you going to tell him that they gave it to you, or you going to tell him you bought it? Did you get Earl to sign it, Sal? <laughs> no. I think it is signed, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, Earl's Campbell's thighs are still, like, enormous, Incredible. man. Incredible player. Is Coming he still around. doing skull, or is he, remember he did, I'm Earl Campbell, and I don't smoke. But I yeah. just put a pinch in between my cheek. I do and remember go. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Randy. Uh, That's old school right there, man. Oh, uh, the old cowboy guys used to do it. So, Sal, how many Super Bowls for you now? This is my 25th anniversary, silver anniversary. I'm, do you I'm get a, a plaque or a pin for that? You don't have a pin on 
I, I got a shake at Shake Shack yesterday. It was oh. good. Night. I like that. <laughs> the fun. food here is amazing, though. Yeah, it's like I mean, even the media, they, they're like, they have an open bar for the media in the afternoon Love here. Texas. It's Absolutely. bad enough here with the media. Absolutely love Texas. Yeah, it's great here. The food here is great. Yeah. Hospitality is great. People are great. Traffic, bad. But uh, I love this whole downtown atmosphere. Yeah, because everything's close. You can everything's walk. Everything's close by. This has been a real nice Super Bowl. Really well, you has. were here in 04, right? Yeah, but it wasn't like this. No, not at all. Yeah, I heard like that they this. got the occupancy permits for the hotel right across the street, like, last week. Yep. Everything brand here new. is all new. Yeah, it's all and brand they had new. The, did you go to the EA party last night? No, it was a Jaws cigar party. Where were you? You weren't at that party? I, I went to two. I had to go to two parties last night. I went to the Gal Media party, the ESPN local affiliate party, and then we went over right next door to this gigantic pop-up club, Nomadic, and they had the chain smokers, and then Snoop Dogg was there. But it was like 1230. I was shot. I didn't even stay around for Snoop. Oh, really? I got a picture with him. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, I got a picture yeah. with him back in the day, but I wasn't high, though. I don't smoke. <laughs> but you don't have to smoke when you're near the Snoop. All right, let's get to the game, Sal. Who do you like other than Ron Jaworski? Oh, I love Ron Jaworski, co-host of the NFL Matchup Show with me and Merrill Hodge. <laughs> don't forget to watch it. Jaws. I was at Jaws cigar party last night. Jaws, how come I wasn't invited we to your are, cigar party? You're invited to every party I have. Sal has got us so fired up for the NFL Matchup Show this weekend. <laughs> Do not miss it. It's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Jaws, good to see you, man. My Jaws second Super Bowl was Jaws, Jaws Super Bowl. I, my first was 79. Remember the uh, Steelers and the Rams, the yeah. Vince Farragamo against said, the Terry I said Bradshaw? on the air this morning, you know, only two days ago, this is what Ron Jaworski calls where the rubber meets the, the road. road. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I can't be around cigar smoke, though, because I'm finally getting over a cold, Ron. Uh, scotch okay? Scotch is okay. okay yeah, that'll help. <laughs> scotch would burn it out, Tony. That would have right. actually oh. been a good yeah, idea. No, Can we get to a football question here? What do you What's the question? Oh, well, who's on? playing? <laughs> Sal, you've been breaking us down. You fire, you're, you're everywhere. Yeah, I don't want to break it down for you. I think, uh, man, this well, it's hard. The, to, it, this is a hard game to pick, isn't it, it? Yeah, it is. But here's the thing: I'm covering the greatest story that I'll ever cover. But Tom Brady's vindication tour, yes, is is literally. I mean, the layers, the context, the the storylines, the personalities. You got the commissioner of the NFL, one of the greatest franchises in the history of the league. New England, great football fans. Tom Brady. One of the greatest players of all time, maybe the best quarterback of all time. With the best what, coach of all time, one of the best coach. You got the greatest storylines here, greatest personalities, greatest players, greatest coaches. Why wouldn't you want to cover this 24-7? I've been loving it. I've been embedded with the Patriots. I tell you, they are a first-class operation, stem to stern. They are unbelievable. The way they run that franchise is amazing. They had something like 2,000 people arrive by bus you know, yesterday. They flew them in. All their sweet holders and club. They're all staying in the team hotel. They had a big party at some place called the Stampede. You've been to Stampede here? Yes, yes. That place is huge. Yes. Huge. Kraft got the whole thing. <laughs> got the whole, I mean, that place is like, you know, it's like five city blocks in Philadelphia. It's huge. And he got the whole place, big bands. Players came. Players are mingling with the with fans. It, I'll tell you, he's a first class. He, the guy knows how to make money. I'll tell yeah. you that. Well, we went to this huge party, but next door there was a smaller venue at Steakhouse, and we, we were walking by all the police officers who were great. They said, you know, Bill Belichick was in there, and he went in there by himself with his wife and had dinner. You know, he's not. He's gone into places. Yeah, he just that's unusual, though. But that is unusual. And I'll tell you, Tony. I mean, I've been around Belichick and Brady for all seven. Covered all seven of them for ESPN. This is the loosest I've ever seen. That guy's been expansive and detailed in his answers. Brady has been 
letting his emotions fly, letting his opinions go. I mean, I, I am, I don't know what happened. I don't know whether they got a, a professional PR firm to come in there or they're just feeling a sense of a history or they're just like, you know, hey, this is our story. We're going to tell it. Uh, you know, we want to win this game for a whole lot of reasons. And we're gonna let it, let our you know let our freak flag fly, man. It's it's incredible. They find, the, the, the craziest thing is that the point spread's been three the whole week. Amazing. And yet, that's scared. That should be scary for Patriots fans. It should because yes. there, there's a lot of people who and, and Atlanta does have a shot. Everybody has a yeah. shot, but the fact that it's three and yeah. because everything favors the Patriots yeah. in this game. Atlanta's offense is good. Their, de, their offense is great. The defense is good. But you know Belichick's gonna be ready to try to stop Julio Jones. Yep. Absolutely. They, so who do you like then, sir? They, um, they've been using two guys to uh, duplicate Julio Jones on the practice field at University of Houston Stadium. They've been using um, um, uh, Floyd and, uh, and uh, Slater. Jackie Slater's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah Floyd and Slater too because Belichick said, listen, we don't want to wear one guy out. So they know that Julio's the guy to stop. It'll be interesting to see. I think they're going to double him sometimes with Logan, Macon, uh, Logan Ryan. And uh, a safety, and then put Malcolm Butler on him one on one and see what they get. But to me, they got to sell out on Julio Jones. They really do. Oh, they, they saw you, saw Nickelodeon folks just saw you and they're screaming, there's Sal Palantonio from ESPN. I do not want to get slimed. No, you're not. No, no. no. <laughs> I do not want well, Except like night in a club. It's no, different. No, but, no, uh, the great Sal Pasal, who do you like in this game? I know I, you're not like supposed the, to make a prediction. No, but. I mean, I'll make a prediction. I like the Patriots. I like the Patriots to cover 24 20. It's 24 20. Yeah, and if you get it dead on, on I will street, buy you. Two Street, they call that a poor, a poor a poor man's, poor man's cover on Two Street. That's what they call that. It's <laughs> always great to see you, pal. Okay, good. Do I get a watch? Do I yeah, get you want a watch? Yes. You want one of these? Yeah. Carson Wentz took the. Uh, he got the camel. Uh, this watch. is our Joy Joy watch. Now we great company. If he, Guy if in Philly actually uh, runs his company, right? Yeah. What about yeah, he's located out of Ambler. I want one for my wife. I'll get now one. Now you for get my one wife. for your wife. Yeah. Pick one out here. These are great. They, they're silicone, so you can work out with them. You can. They get water. You can go swimming with them. Snorkeling. We had somebody. That's what I do. It's South Philly. I do a lot. Of we go to the fire hydrant with it when you open up the hydrant this summer when it gets too hot. No, but we seriously, we just had somebody say that it really is waterproof. We put it through the washing machine and the dryer, and, and change, it was still fine. See, the heads come out, so you can change the band. So if you, you can buy all different bands, right. joyjoywatch.com. They're a great company, and the guys in Philly who started this. Okay. So good. which one do you want, Sam? All right. Well, we got, I think my wife would like the orange one. Yeah. Orange? Which orange one here? Yeah, that one over there. Well, Those is, are men. That's a men. big one. Oh, that's men's one. Okay. These are the women's ones. Oh, yeah, you don't well, want the gigantic ones. No, so I have the blue one on. Yeah, I'll give me the give me the multicolored one. You like that one there? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that a nice one. one. Yeah, it's got like what is that on there? Like cupcakes. That's nice. Oh, is that what it is? They're little cupcakes. Oh. You like that? Oh, or is that she'll too? like that because she'll wear it with my granddaughter. My granddaughter will oh, absolutely that perfect. love that. That's perfect. Beautiful, yeah. ladies yeah, and we'll gentlemen. Sal Palantonio getting a. Would you need reading glasses too, Sal? I'll get you one. I'll get you a pair of these. What do you got? These are the great. Thin optics glasses. So you put them on your phone. So when you're in a restaurant, you know, and you got to take, you can't see. <laughs> you can't see the menu. That looks cool. Dark. Yeah, that's nice. You just put these on. Yeah. And they're one of ours. But thin optics out there in the Bay Area, Palo Alto, I California. I like that. That's a nice we'll little. We'll give you one of these, too. That's South a cool little thing. Again. Yeah, I like that. It's great to have, man. And right, it's on good. your phone. So here's your Joy oh, yeah, Joy watch for your wife. Cupcakes? You kidding me? Cupcakes and Joy Joy. All right. They go together perfectly. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Al. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Robin. Sal Palantonio getting good. swag. Not only just getting swag and then asking for more for the family, the wife, the kids, the grandkids, and all the other stuff, Robin. He knows how to work it. Yes, he does. That's why he works at ESPN. By the way, what's the latest on the ESPN party invitation situation, Robin? Because the party we went to last night was part of the ESPN local affiliate, 95.7 here, right. which is the ESPN station in Houston. 
but it wasn't the, the ESPN party where they have not given me a pass to get in, Robin. Yeah, you know. And I love ESPN. You know, they've been great for me, and we just went up to New York and did the 25th anniversary. But so the other day when we uh, asked about, hey, you know, Robin because wrote as me. Because you're supposed to be on the list. We were told, you know, like, you've been on the list every other year. Um, the, uh, the, the, when you were up for the 25th anniversary, all of these guys said, hey, we're going to see you at the party, right? You're going to be out for Super Bowl. Yep. yep, yep, yep. So we just kind of assumed you were on the list. And just to double check and to find out and the And I location. did him a solid, as someone right. once said. I, when we went up to New York, uh, we drove up in our own car. We paid yep. our own parking. We had our own dinner. All of that stuff. And then all of a sudden, we Robin writes to them. But I have to say, it's it's some schlub that is probably manning the emails, right? Or so, emailing the e emails. And so I texted or I emailed them from your account saying, hey, this is Tony. I just want to make sure that I'm on the list. And they said, no, you're not. And I'm sorry, we can't accommodate you. And then Robin writes back, and I said, well, maybe they don't know. Maybe it's just a bot. Right. So she writes back, and then explaining who I am, right. thinking, well, you know, it could be somebody in an office somewhere. Yeah. And they have a list. They don't know who I am from Adam, and I understand that. So right, wrote not back. not everybody knows who. I mean, yeah, most I wasn't assuming do. anything. <laughs> you know, they have a list. I'm not on the list. I get that. So but then you write back I wrote and say, back. I said something like, you know, I was just up there for the 25th anniversary. I, you know, I, I was doing Keith Oberman for the last several years. I, you know, all this stuff. And I get the email back saying, we know who you are, and we still can't accommodate you. I hate to do it to him. <laughs> I, like, I hate to do it. Wow. All righty then. I went all the way out of my way and said, I'll go up to now, New York and slap to and pay for fair, the tolls. I stopped at the Vince Lombardi toll plaza. Uh, I, I, we filled up our gas tank. We paid all the stupid tolls on the New Jersey yep. Turnpike. Right? Went out to dinner. Went out to a show. That's not their responsibility. No, but, but I didn't even ask for, like, expenses. But we have to be fair here. Every single ESPN employee that we've spoken to, they were all shocked and outraged. And they said that the party is handled by the magazine division. And they don't care. They're all about the big, big now celebrities. Well, no, here's where, I, here's where I'll tell you that, that that's not the case. Because when we went to the one, two, we didn't go last year in, in, in San Francisco. Two years ago in, in uh, Glendale, Arizona, when we went, it was a massive place. We went there, and they let us in. When we went in there, who's in there? Not just ESPN people. It's like oh, people from every network. You know, Joe Bach, Fox, everybody's there. So it's not like it's exclusive. Any athlete, you know, the third-string tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, who I've been you know, using as an example, That's what I'm saying. shows up, and he gets in the door, door because he plays in the NFL. He's on the bench in the NFL. I'm not asking for anything special. I'm just saying, you know what, I'm proud of the years I spent I at ESPN. They brought me back to do a TV show with Keith a couple of years ago. Well, we've had, we had several employees. They contacted them on your behalf. And because I guess each employee is only allotted a certain amount of tickets themselves. And some only get one. And then anybody else has to be on a wait list. So there's a lot of ESPN employees that still, they haven't I know, even gotten I know, listen, in. they can go. I'm, I'm not mad. And you know what? You don't and want me at your party. I won't tonight go. anyway. So I mean, right. we're actually triple booked. So we. I'll we find have, better parties you know, to go. It's, 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 it's not like that's that big of a deal. Let it me just give the SPN one more time. Yes. One of these. I do. Agree. Not the entire corporation, because I love Disney and I love the uh, and I love working there. Just the people running this party. Yes. That's because I'm sure. telling you, Robin, you saw last year. Anybody who looks like an NFL player doesn't oh, even yeah. have to show an ID. No. They could be guys who are just big guys. 
And they can say, yeah, I'm an offensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams. Well, we don't know anybody on the Los Angeles Rams, so you must be the guy. Go on. It was it was a little well, and especially the just the tone. Like I, I, I'm just imagining the tone of voice. We know who you are, and you still we still can't accommodate you. Or if Harry, <laughs> or if my friend Harry Mays were at the ESPN Party Central location where you RSVP, it, it, it basically amounted to this. Get, get out! Get out! Exactly. I Pretty am much. pissed off. Exactly. It's an outrage, by the way. That's lack of respect, Robin. I've got nothing but love and respect here all week. By the way, people are now checking out my hat that I'm wearing. This is the NFL hat. I got it. I finally found a way to get it on uh, on fleek. And to quote uh, our buddy Luigi Curto, and uh, although Luigi says he doesn't say fleek, and Joe Corrado, can you see the lights? They're flashing, flashing, you can. flashing. You can. Lights. Oh look, I'm, at, lights. I'm I'm like watching myself, watching myself. Oh, that's good. We're live right now, and uh, I may have to pop on in L.A. tonight after I get off with my boys out there at Petros and Money Show. Oh, yes, we promised them. And I'm still, I'm very, very upset with Petros. Why? He's not here, you know. He's no. back in L.A. Yeah. Do you know why? Why? Because he says that he's a homebody. He doesn't like to go on airplanes, and he's kind of a shut-in. He doesn't do much. And I'm like, what? He's married. He's got a kid. No, he, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of people with kids that actually don't mind getting away for a few days. Pedro said that he doesn't like airplanes. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't like the idea of being around all these people is just scary to him. And so he did not make the trip. And I said that's an outrage because he would have been able to see us. I wanted to give him a big hug. I did, too. I haven't seen Petros in a long time. I see Matt Money Smith, his partner, all the time because yeah. he travels. He does a lot of NFL stuff on the radio and TV. And I love Matt. He's just he, he's, he's smaller of stature, and when you hug him, he's a little bit bony. And I was looking forward to getting a big bear hug from Petros, and now I can't. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. It's an outrage. I already said that. Thank you, Mr. President. Meanwhile, let's go to Herschel Walker, Robin. It was great seeing Herschel. We go back, back, back in the time when he was actually out of football and the Eagles needed a running back. And I was working, this is the 90s now, and I was working at ESPN and I had interviewed Herschel on the ESPN Saturday Night Show. Right. And we were talking about his career and what he was doing next and he was out of work. And, and I said, you know, hey, Herschel, the Eagles need a running back. I'll make a call tomorrow when I get back because I was doing the morning show at WIP, so I would drive back on Sunday night. So I said, first thing Monday morning, I'm going to call the Eagles and put you in touch with them because I think they need to sign you. Come Monday, I, I pass along the information. Herschel Walker gets a phone call. Boom, he gets signed in place for the Philadelphia Eagles. So I was like the intermediary that helped uh, Herschel Walker hook up you with the Eagles. Well, no wonder he said you've always taken good care of me. Absolutely, because I love Herschel, and he's still an amazing physical specimen. All these years ago, he's, what, 50, almost 55 yeah, years almost old. And he looks exact. Not he doesn't look exactly as he did when he came out of University of Georgia as a freshman. That was a long time ago. So he was like 19 years old when he came out of the University of Georgia as a freshman. And how many years ago is that? 20, I would like 30? to see him in a pair of shorts, though. Like to see what what his body looks like now. You can I, see him. He's done MMA fights. He's, he's he goes into the I didn't octagon look it up because I have you a look feeling at Herschel Walker. He I guarantee looks fantastic. you, he looks better than most 30 year old athletes right now. Because that's how great he takes care of himself. In fact, we talked to him about it when he joined us a little earlier, uh, talking some MMA with Herschel Walker. All right, here we go. 
All right, Radio Row, just, uh, I, I'm shocked, man. I've been here. I, I got to start doing the Herschel Walker workout, like a thousand sit-ups a day. I'm only up to about 10 right now. because yeah, That's been a start. A little... That's a start. Herschel Walker, one of my all-time favorite guys, and we go back. Actually, when he got to play for the Philadelphia Eagles, I was, I was working at ESPN, and he was out of work, and the Eagles needed a running back, and I called the Eagles. I called Herschel. We put it together, man, and you became an eagle for a short and time. And I loved man. it. I did. I loved it. I still keep in touch with Randall Cunningham, who's a minister now. He got his right. own church in Vegas. I went out to see him out there, and I tell you, I love feeling. I love Phil. I love the people. I love how hard they work, and it was all about the game, which is what it should be about. When I mean, you're a professional football player, it should be about the game. Now, you still work. I mean, you look the same as you did 20 years ago, man, when I first was talking to you. You still have, now? How many sit-ups? You still do that regimen? Well, I'm doing about 1,500 now. Uh, back then, when uh, you were talking to him, I was doing about 5,000. Wow! Push-ups and sit-ups every day. Right now, I've cut down. Cut down to 1,500. About, uh, 1, about 3,500 sit-ups. But the reason why is I tell people all the time because I'm competing against guys like Matt. Right. You know, I'm not competing against guys like my sister next door, my cousin down the street. I'm com competing against some of the best in the world. So I'm going to have to do a little bit more since we're not a weightlifter. So I started doing all the push-ups and sit-ups. Because I remember when you first started talking about MMA and people thought, ah, it's a joke. You know, that's a serious business. But you're a serious guy, man. So you, you started doing it and you got into it. I did. I got into it and I absolutely loved it. You know, a lot of people don't know, when I was in college, I would play on Saturdays, go to church Sunday morning, and I fought in Taekwondo, Taekwondo tournament Sunday afternoon. And I've always loved MMA. And when they put the weight classes in it and they start really putting it together, I fell in love with the sport, and I was so fortunate that Scott Coker, at the time we had a, a strike force, gave me an opportunity. But what he did, he didn't just say, Herschel, I'm going to get you to fight. He said, Herschel, what I want you to do, if you go to a great training camp, I'll get you a fight. So I went out to AKA for 10 months, and I trained at AKA for 10 months before I got my first fight. So I got to strike. Uh, I got to thank uh, Scott Coker, now who has taken over Bellator, and that's the fight that Matt going to be fighting on the uh, February 18th. And I got to thank Scott Coker for all that. And you keep mentioning Matt. Matt Mitrione is here, and he's going to be fighting Fedor, Fedor, or whatever. It's, 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 how do you pronounce it, Matt? Well, well, I pronounce it Fedor, but technically I believe in Russia it's Fedor. Fedor, yes, who's one of the all-time greats, 40 years old now, still fighting. He hasn't fought in this country since 2011. He's been he fighting overseas. And he lost in San Jose. Exactly. And down in the Shark Tank. Yep. So you're fighting him on Bellator MMA coming up February 18th, as, uh, as Herschel mentioned. How long have you been doing this? Because I know you played football at Purdue. You were in the NFL for a couple stops. Now, when did you decide you wanted to be an MMA fighter? Well, you know, I, I never really decided that I wanted to be an MMA fighter. When, I got, when the NFL got done with me, week six of 2005, my son was born that following week. Then I told Mike Tice when the Vikings told Mike Tice, like, look, man, either you guys bring me back for the season, I'm not going to be an off-season off acquisition. So bring me back or I'm done. And they kept calling every week, we're going to bring you back, bring you back. Never did. By the end of the season, Mike Tice called, said, hey, look, we're going to bring you back. The season's over. I was like, I'm out, man. I retire. I thought I was going to chase the pipe dream. I started the company, a sports nutrition company, where we made a post-workout formula. Uh, we were in um, a guy named Jason Worth plays baseball at Washington Nationals. You used to play for the Phillies. Yeah, I know Jason Worth. Yeah. He's got a big beard. You're going to grow it out like that, sure, man? You're yeah. going to get that if look? I, if I could, I would, brother. That's what you got. Um, but so, so Worth calls me up, and he's like, hey, we're from the same hometown. Why don't you jump on an amateur MMA card I'm trying to promote? And I said, sure, why not? So then uh, I got injured training for that. Was friends with the guys that I was training with by that time. And then all of a sudden, six months later, the Ultimate Fighter calls up and says, hey, we hear you're a, a loudmouth, obnoxious heavyweight. 
Who's playing, the, who's playing the NFL but has no fights? Why don't you That's come on out here? That's a great calling card. Why don't you come out here and be obnoxious for us and see if you sell it? And so I did, and I did, and I've been a fighter ever since. I actually only went on the Ultimate Fighter just to propagate my company, just to put my product, my bottles, throughout the shop or throughout the, the house so they would see it, you know? And that's all I did it for. And then all of a sudden I find out this is my job nine years later, whatever it was, seven years later. Yeah, and I, I remember I, I, we, Robin and I, well, Robin wasn't there, but I went to the Playboy Mansion used to host Strike Force fights back when I was in L.A. for 11 years. So, I mean, I, I go back to, the, you know, UFC back in 2000. So and you were hanging it's, out at the Playboy Mansion? Oh, yeah, a couple times. Whenever there was a party, I've I would have to I've never been invited there. You've never been to the Playboy what? Mansion? That, and, and now they've closed it down. It's I know, a complete outrage. I feel so sad. My mom would have killed me. <laughs> but I've never done it. So. But I was kind of jealous when you mentioned it. <laughs> we, we were at the Playboy Mansion one time, and uh, we, we had been drinking kind of heavily, a group of friends of mine, and Jamie... Kennedy, yes, the actor was there. Yeah, another Philly guy, you know, yeah. Jamie Kennedy. And he was doing something. He was being so obnoxious. I can't remember what it was. And somebody depanced him right in the middle of the party. Like that's what happens. Pants him. Yeah. I was Usually like, they do that to women there, though. The yeah. women depants <laughs> the guys, though. So it's okay if the yeah, women do it too. About that. My mom really got to get I know. upset. She's down in Georgia. Yeah. She listening down in Georgia. Yeah. Hirsch. I never seen that in Georgia like that. I'm like, no, they don't do that yeah, down there. Yeah, no. Hey, my mom is a minister. I tell people I would have got a spanking. Oh, well, I've been not mentioned spanking. No. Well, I imagine how my mother, so. my mom, and dad felt when they saw a picture of me at the Playboy Mansion in the grotto. Now, mind you, I was fully clothed, but no, I met. Be honest now. I, yes, no, I was. No, I was. I was picture now. to prove it. But I met the hedgehog. I met. Um, the hedgehog. Uh, what, now it's totally blanking on it. We don't no, want to no, mention no, no, no. any uh, names of the, adult entertainers. Your journal's already in trouble. Him. The hedgehog. What's the hedgehog? Why What's his name? Uh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Oh, I have a picture hey, with Ron Jeremy in the grotto. You wake up, he'll show up. Be careful. I know. My dad. My dad's so proud. All right, so Matt, you got to get ready. February 18th comes Saturday. It's going to be on. It's going at the SAP Center in San Jose, the Shark Tank, we like to call it. Yes, there. sir. And it's going to be on Spike, right? Nine o'clock. Spike, Spike nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central. Um, and dude, Fedor's a legend. He's the greatest heavyweight of all time, arguably the best fighter of all time, and he's the best of all time because he beat every name you've ever heard in MMA yep. that's worth their salt. He beat them when they were in their prime in a myriad of different ways. He, you know, striking TKOs, ground and pound, uh, grappling submissions, arm locks, chokes. He's the best, and I'm going to steal his legacy. I'm going to do my best to go out there and take and he, everything he's got. And he's forty, so how old are you now? I'm thirty-eight, but I'm a spry thirty-eight. Yeah, because you look. Yes. I mean, it's amazing when you think. A guy's 38, 40, still going in there, man. I mean, look at this look man. Look at Herschel. Herschel's well, only like 35. Don't like I'm old. Everybody don't act like I'm old. But I'm tell you about Matt. You know, Matt is a heavyweight that can move. That's one thing that's great about him, and that's what's going to make this this fight interesting. And I think Matt going to put his hands on him. Matt going to be able to move around. Fedor sort of comes straight forward. He does. And he comes straight forward, and he's ready to knock your head off, but Matt going to move on him. All right, guys, I know you got to run. It's good to see you again, Herschel. Hey, and Matt, you, congrats, hey, man, and good you luck. So much. And I hope you like the why. We give you I hope, I I hope these other shows give you some sweet yeah. swag like we yeah, do. Yeah, hey, well, I'm not you guys coming the on the bar. show. I thank you for the watching the glasses. The gold I standard, this is awesome. Man. That's hey, a joy, and, joy and if you watch. don't mind, you know, you tag. Joy Joy Watches on uh, inter the Say the media. name again? Joy Joy, Joy, Joy Watches. Joy Joy Watches. I love you, Joy Joy. They're fantastic. I mean, they yes. go through the laundry and everything. You yeah, you can get them wet. Oh, you can, yeah. When you're doing sit-ups in the morning, you won't, you won't okay, have to worry I'm about it. doing sit-ups and push-ups, I'm wearing my Joy Joy watch. There you go. Exactly. Thank you, Herschel. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Good luck, man. Bellator it. MMA. You can go to bellator.com, but check it out on Spike TV Saturday, February 18th from the SAP Center in San Jose. Good, good to come on. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thank you. There is the great Herschel Walker and Matt. Matt Mitrione from nice, Purdue. Nice guys. Hello. Both of them really, really nice. Well, Herschel's the best. I never met Matt Mitrione before. But how can you not love Herschel Walker? 
He is. He's he's a, just a big teddy bear. He is. And he's almost 55 years old. He looks yeah. amazing. So he does. Loves he family, does. Loves he does 3,500 push-ups and 1,500 no 1,500 sit-ups sit -ups. and 3,500 push-ups at Every age 54. Day. He Every said, "I day. cut it back. I was doing 5,000. Now I'm doing 3,500." I can't even. <laughs> it would take me all day. Well, I wouldn't even be able to could, do that. Could you many. do 5,000 sit-ups no. in a year? Uh, well, no, not now. I am in so a year, Robin. What? I keep hearing this bleep. Do you hear it every now and then? I think that's mutual it? trying to uh, break into our broadcast. <laughs> mutual. <laughs> I don't hear any of that stuff. For whatever reason, I'm hearing this bleep. You know, we mentioned earlier that Fitz and the Tantrums are here, and every big act is here. They come here. You know, they're going to be uh, doing the uh, the Fox pregame show. Yeah, actually, they really wanted to come on the show because both their PR uh, handler and their manager uh, knew you from LA and, days because they're from, from LA. LA and from San Francisco days, and so they were both big fans. But unfortunately, um, they couldn't fit us in between the one show that they were doing, and then they had to run over and do NFL films. Exactly. So, so no, they're they're cool. So people. they actually said that they're gonna when they come to Philly next, they will come and be on the show. Beautiful, and they come. They love Philly. They said they come to Philly a lot, and they're a huge. I mean, you talk about emerging supergroups. We always talk about the old school stuff that we love. These guys are amazingly talented. Yeah, they are. They're fits and they in look the, cool. Fits in the tantrums. And um, Michael Fitzpatrick, I think he's Italian, and Noel Scraggs. Absolutely. And the song, I mean, the, the, all their songs are good. That's why I was saying about the ex-ambassadors the other night. You know, I don't listen to all their songs, and they played two songs in the beginning of the show. I'm like, I didn't know either show. I didn't know either song. That doesn't mean that they're not good. It means I don't, I don't, I don't listen to their whole albums. But the thing about Fitz and the tantrums is that you listen to all their songs and you've heard them before. And I don't even listen to, like, contemporary radio anymore. I don't listen to Top 40 radio. I don't listen to much alt-rock. They're not really alt-rock. They're like pop. They're like a modern-day pop-slash-soul yeah. mix. It's, just, it's a really good, unique sound. And I, I think they're super talented. And they're just, they're going to be international stars. If they're already national stars. Now, These guys are going to be international. The, I mean, you hear the songs all the time, but you really don't know the behind-the-scenes group like, is there one person? Is there two people? There are more. There's only the two singers, and then they have friends in the background right. of their videos. The people that the one in the song, The Walker, there's a dude sweating. They're standing in line waiting to get that, into a concert. You know, that was actually the manager's best friend. Yes. Yes. So they get their friends, and but they're two singers primarily, and they're really, really talented. Fitz is Michael Fitzpatrick, and the Tantrums <laughs> are the backup group. But Noelle Skaggs is the female vocalist, and she's tremendous as well. And has some great ink, too. Great ink. And they loved the Joy Joy watches. Yes, they did. So you'll see all these people that we hooked up with wearing product. Where else are you going to get that? I, you know, nobody else. Nobody else. And if we, could, if, if we could have had the mattresses here, too, then we would have been sleeping well, first of all. I know. And, um, You're talking yeah. about the Chiromatic. The Chiromatic mattresses. I seriously, like, I think that people, the people that get it, they're going out and they're spending a lot of money on trying to find a mattress that is going to help them sleep more because they realize if they don't, you know, you, everybody's so busy, you only have a few short hours. Some people don't get full eight hours. Mm -hmm. They get six or less. And you want to be able to have the best sleep possible in whatever time you have to lay down in your bed. And... People are spending a lot of money, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on all of these different types of beds that 
they look good and they sound good and they sound like they have all sorts of things and bells and whistles on it, but they aren't designed by chiropractors. And I'm wearing one right now. No, chiropractors. Oh, no, I thought somebody <laughs> just tweeted me and says I'm rocking one as we speak. And and so I think that, that if you go on to chiromatic... I w- I w- if I could put the chiropractic mattress on my wrist, <laughs> I, I would. And then I'd be able to take a nap between, uh, between go, interviews. Go on to chiromatic.com. It's the chiromatic sleep system and since 1977 call them and let them show you how fantastic their mattresses are and how much of a better sleep you will get because everything that's supposed to be supported that will allow you to get the best sleep and rejuvenating sleep as possible and mike poland who won a a george or watch earlier on the show when we asked the question is uh, tweeting so we're going to dm mike can you dm me dm me on twitter and then we'll get your information and send you the watch all right Beautiful. Si, si, senor. Now things, are, things are sort of quieting down now, you know. Yeah, it's no, later y- in the y- afternoon. Yahoo actually, they, I mean, they finished and they bing, bam, boom. Yahoo they, Sports, yeah, they, they did a lot of interviews here this week. There's so many different media people. Their set is cleaned up and they're gone. They're out of here. Um, a I lot of people, you know, actually media people actually leave before the game. Right. They don't stay here because, as I around. mentioned, they don't get seats in the stadium. They have to sit in the tent outside. And they give you folding chairs and a big tent and a big screen. And, you know, you don't want to be here all week. And then, not, that they need, not that they deserve seats because they're expensive, but it, it's not a good environment to watch the game. Now, we, I know that we, we haven't even really made plans yet for our Super Bowl Sunday. I know. We gotta find, I didn't get to host a party this year. I did in San Francisco we last week. We almost did. And, and it's, it's not their fault at all. Nick's place here in Houston really, really wanted to do something. And they were um, trying to get a hold of... Uh, us and it just didn't work out for whatever reason, um, but um, I'm sure we'll we'll end up somewhere. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll go to next place. Maybe they got good Philly food in there, man. Yeah, they do. We were there the last time. I got my uh, Darren Ravel just tweeted out NFL shop put on sale the new era cap with LED lights that displays eight colors, limited to 144. Ooh, there's only 144 of these, and I got one. Damn. You know what the price is for this hat? How much? $180. Holy cripey, Dude. Batman. I crikey. Didn't re- I, wasn't, I didn't realize I was snagging you such a great... Uh, I got one of the Shazam. 144 limited edition NFL New Era LED light hats, yo. Wow. Dude, I wow. can say... Wow. you realize how much wow. this is going to go up in value, especially now that I'm sweating in it? <laughs> It, it's 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 at least worth five cents more. Let's see if it's numbered on here. I got to check this out. Here, I'll I'll look at it. Can you check it out, Rob? I found out I'll how to turn the lights on. The lights go. You can make them solid colors, or you can have them go through the uh, the array of eight different colors in there. And there's a lot of them. I mean, the entire hat is loaded with. It looks like the starry starry night. It does. I like the fact that the each light is slightly different size, so it's yes. not uniform. It actually looks like the stars. It's awesome. It is awesome. 144? They just put them on sale, too. And I am rocking one, ladies. So you one are watching. size fits most. It you are watching know. history and listening to history. Now, it does have a sticker on here that is hard to It's got to the read. hologram, which you have to keep on now, I understand. But I'm not going to keep the bill flat, though, like Luigi does. I think Luigi does the flat bill thing, like vanilla ice. It's, it's, slightly, like cur- it's slightly curved anyway. It's not really a flat bill. 950 snapback. Dude. They are awesome. Let me they hold really my hat again, Rob. See, look at, see how nice. 
Look at that. Look at that. See how it's well, the people color? are listening can't hear, but you're watching on YouTube and all the video streams. You'll see it, and I've been rocking it today, or wearing it, depending on where you're from. This is the 950 Snapback, yo. What's the number on it, though? I can't find it. I'm sure it's there. It might be on this sticker right there, but I'm not sure. I am willing, ladies and gentlemen, right now to the highest bidder. I am willing to let this hat go for $5,000 right now. $5,000. I, I hear once, going twice. Now, this is cool, though. When I saw it, I said, Robin, you got to get me one of those hats. I didn't realize I was getting something so valuable at the time. I mean, I knew it was cool. I just didn't realize that it was uh, that cool. It's special. It is Really special. special. So anyway, that's what's going on here. We're going to still hear from uh, Pat Mahomes. Do we have Pat Mahomes queued up, Robin? Um, well, we. I don't know if I have Pat queued up yet, but I do have... Um, Dana White. You have Dana White? I do have Dana White. Would I know we like just it? talked a little MMA with Herschel, but let's bring the king of MMA, the UFC, the number one MMA organization in the world. Okay. And Dana White, good friend of the program, used to hang out in Vegas all the time for all the UFC fights we would go to. Saw him back in the day uh, on the Best Damn Sports Show. You know, when we would bring in the original guys, like the Tito Ortiz's and all those guys that were fighting in the MMA back in the early 2000s, 2000, 2001. Uh, you know, go back to the legendary guys. They were all there. And uh, we ran into Dana, who was uh, wearing, uh, he wasn't wearing his normal MMA or, you know, affliction shirt or stuff that MMA no. guys wear all the time. He was wearing something completely different when he sat down with us just a little while ago. And we'll play that for you. As soon as Miss Robin, Robin gets can it queued up, here. up, because this one's a little bit more difficult because I didn't have chance to edit it ahead of time. Okay. And it's a long one. Well, it's not the length of the interview that matters; it's the quality of the interview. Well, and in this case, it is a fantastic quality, as because Dana loves you. You guys go way back. I mentioned we go way. Two thousand is when I first met him, and I probably wouldn't have met Dana if I wasn't in L.A. Because you know MMA, there were there were fans of the UFC. But it was still in its infancy back then, when Dana bought the UFC back in uh, 1999 or 2000. And so when, when they would come on the uh, Best Damn Sports Show, and he always credits uh, Fox Sports and Fox Sports 1, and there wasn't a Fox Sports 1, but it was Fox Sports Net back then that was really the first network that gave the UFC all the great attention that it deserved and blew it up into the mega force that it is today. <laughs> We're joined here by the biggest Atlanta Falcon fan we can find here on Radio Room. <laughs> Dana White of the UFC, of course, uh, not hiding his uh, his allegiance in the Super Bowl, even though, even though we got a big UFC weekend coming up. Dana, good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. I always so I'm ready. Here's what I'm ready for, right? What are you ready for? It's time. I, I'm, I'm ready for the haters to just be buzzing on Monday, man, because <laughs> the greatest football team in the history of the NFL with the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL with the greatest coach in the history of the NFL and the greatest owner in the history of the NFL, will win the fifth Super Bowl and, 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 and just get the haters buzzing. I, I can't wait. 
Boy, I tell you, man. So at least you should be in Robert Kraft's box for all this love, man. <laughs> but Kraft is actually a good friend of mine. <laughs> but I bought tickets on 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 the fifty yard line, right behind the Patriots, and and uh, my 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 wife and my kids are flying out on Saturday, and, and we're all going to go to the game together. Yeah. We're so excited. My whole my whole family are, are Patriots fans. It's I mean it's it's great. I mean it's a, it's should be a close game. It's a three point spread. The line hasn't moved in Vegas at all, which is crazy. I mean, do you believe? I mean, I know a couple guys with the big you know suitcases are going to show up in Vegas before the weekend, before Sunday, but I don't think it's going to move that much at all. Everybody was talking about when it came out how much this line was going to move. It hasn't budged. It's I know. crazy. I literally ran ran to the uh, uh, to the to the sports book when the game was over and bet it at minus three because I thought the line was going to go all over the place. But but the Patriots. That's the thing. We don't know. I mean, this this game could be high scoring, could be low scoring. It could be a three-point game. It could be a ten-point game. It's all predicated on mistakes, and the Patriots are the experienced team here. True. You know, hey, let me tell you what I want. I, I don't want it even to be a good game. I want it to be an absolute <laughs> blowout. <laughs> Come I on, man. I, I don't want to sweat this game one minute. I want this thing to be a— That's like saying you want to see a uh, knockout in the first 15 seconds in one of your UFC fights. Well, listen, I'm not trying to screw up my, my event. I'm trying to screw up theirs. <laughs> And while, while you're here to see your Patriots, we got UFC fight night here in Houston and hashtag UFC Houston. Uh, good car tomorrow night here at the Toyota Center right next door to us. Yep. And, and if you're not here in Houston to see it, it's live and free on Fox Sports 1. Uh, the Korean Zombie versus Dennis Bermudez. Korean Zombie, uh, you know, this guy's been a big star for us for a long time. In, in Korea, you have to do a mandatory, uh, a, a mandatory military service. He's been gone for three years doing, and this is his first fight back. Wow. Yeah, it's so, okay to call him the Korean zombie, though, because, you know, we're in a politically correct world. Yeah, that's his name. His name is the Korean zombie, man. He, <laughs> he named himself that, not me. <laughs> so, and well, course, for the uh, fans, I want to tell the fans, if, if, if you've never experienced a Super Bowl uh, in, in some town, Radio Row is awesome. I know. There's this tons is like 29. Here. It's 29 of these. So fun, man. This yeah, place is. is so fun. And, and, and in Houston right now, the uh, the Rockets play the Bulls tonight. Right. Tomorrow night, we got the UFC on Fox Sports 1. Then Sunday's the Super Bowl. And I actually own a bull. And my bull is here in Houston, and he rides tomorrow. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to watch my bull ride. And, and it's like and a rodeo Okay, here, what's right? his name? What's the, the bull's name? Stankface. Stankface? <laughs> I dated a woman like that once before I met Robin. It's funny. It's a good name. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you specified before Robin. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, it's it's like the coolest weekend ever, man. And it really the is. Food down here is great. It's they, amazing, they, right? I mean, it's just it's awesome. And I two, love this. Two thousand and four, when I was here for the last one, it was like it was good. But this thing, they really you talk about getting it all together. Everything's been perfect here. It's man. True, and they got radio row up here. The fan experience downstairs is just so cool, man. I love this. So fun. All right, the last time uh, we we were in contact, Eddie Alvarez. We're, I'm from Philly. We're back yep. in Philly. Eddie did a great job, and then Conor McGregor destroyed him. Were you surprised at how, how fast yes. that fight went? Yes. So many of the experts, including Joe Rogan, had, had picked Eddie Alvarez to win that fight. And, uh, you know, Conor McGregor, again, went out and made it look easy, made it look like he didn't belong in there with him, and it's just the, the kid is special. He's special. So is Eddie Alvarez... I mean, he's still going to fight, obviously. Oh, That's Eddie, not Eddie Alvarez is still ranked number three in the world. I know. So, yeah. But as far as, I mean, obviously, and Connor now, they talk about the fight in, in the boxing ring. You think that's going to happen with, with Money Mayweather? Yeah, I think the odds are about as good as me being the backup quarterback for Brady on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're you saying there's a chance. Yeah, there's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Listen, so how would that happen? I mean, Mayweather, Mayweather's only going to box. He's not going to. There's not going to be any ground. So I, how can you have a fight with a guy who's an MMA fighter versus a boxer? I love how Connor. Con, I'll never say it as good as Connor said it last week, but Connor said, "Listen, Floyd, if you want to fight, you want a real fight. Come on out, we'll fight, and it'll be the easiest fight of my life. If, but if you want to play your games with gloves and touching each other and all this stuff." We can do that, too. You know what I mean? Connor said it great. He laid it out better than I ever could. But at, at the end of the day, if you look at Mayweather-Pacquiao, look how long that fight took to make. And they're in the same sport. Yeah. So you can imagine. And, and Floyd keeps talking like he's the A, the A side of this thing and Connor's the B. The reality is, is that Connor is 27 years old, and he has a ton of great fights lined up in the UFC that he will make millions and millions of dollars for. Floyd Mayweather does not have that. You know, He's, he's talking about Connor McGregor for a reason. Because Connor is the A side to this thing and Floyd is the B. So that way of thinking on Floyd's side and that way of thinking on my side already makes it almost impossible to. Even if it were the far fetched possibility it were to happen, would it be a UFC fight or a, uh, a boxing event? Yeah, it, it would. Uh, what, the would other it be thing, a combo? Like, could well, here's UFC have a pay per view while, the, uh, while no, Showtime it, had the pay per view it, it, on the it, other side? It would be a UFC, UFC pay per view. And uh, it would be a UFC pay per view. And. I think if we're going to agree to box, then they do it in the octagon, which which levels it out a little bit more because Floyd doesn't have the ropes and the corners to play in, and you know he'd have to stand right out in the middle and fight, which he doesn't like to do. Now, I saw earlier in the week you made a comment about Ronda that you think she may be done. You think she may be done, or is she coming yeah, back? Yeah, listen, I don't want to go out on the on the you know, the, the Ronda Rousey retirement tour, she never told me that she was retiring. Somebody asked but, you your opinion. And my, exactly. And my conversations with her, it seems to me like she probably isn't going to compete anymore. And, and you know what? what? I'm happy for her. Whatever she wants to do next, what that woman brought to this sport and what she brought to women in sports and, and not to mention the UFC, um, I love her. I'll always love her. She'll always be one of my good friends, and, and I support anything she wants to do in the future. Well, you know, you see this all the time. Guys, men, well, men primarily, you know, they get out of the game, and then all of a sudden that thirst comes back. You, you see that happen? It could happen, exactly. Yeah. So that could happen. She could be out for a while and say, you know what? I, I want to give it one more run. Let me tell you that she doesn't need the money. Um, there's nothing else to prove for her. I mean, she's what she's built and what she's created and what she's done is, is, is second to none. So I don't know. We were talking, I remember we were, we were previewing UFC 100 when I was in L.A. Now we're up into the 200s, and uh, I see the next UFC should be in Brazil in June, right? Right. And we're talking, what is that, UFC 212, I think we're up to now. Brazil. We Brazil. bought it at UFC 30, so it's Unbelievable. It's I, I, I remember at Best Damn Sports Show and Fox Sports, Nadine's Fox Sports have been great. The big fights on Fox all the time, FS1, and when we were doing the Best Damn Sports Show in L.A., that was the, I mean, that's when the UFC really started exploding. We put all Tito, all those guys would come on all the time, and now look, here we are, how many years later, 15, 16 years later. Right. It's good stuff, man. Dan, always good to see you, man. Thanks for popping on, man. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much, you guys. Go Patriots. <laughs> hey, Dana, we, we have swag to give you. Oh, Tony, right. I'm sorry. These are our new watches, man. Hey, who doesn't like free shit? Well, no, this is actually really cool. We have this small. Like, these are small. So apparently we didn't have three minutes left. I told Tony we had three minutes left because that's what I saw on there. But um, uh, that this was a video that I had not edited yet. So we came back early and Tony was just going over and saying hi to to the show, to Kevin Harlan. And my now favorite he's back. guy. <laughs> I say this about everybody, but Kevin Harlan is one of. We talk about. We were just talking about play-by-play -play announcers. 
last week on the podcast. And we're talking about great, you know, Brent Musburger retiring, you know, and Vern Lundquist retiring. Who are the great voices out there? And Kevin Harlan, and I've been saying this for years, Kevin is terrific in Kansas City, does a lot of local stuff, but you hear him on everything. And he just came on the radio row, so I went over and said hi to him. And you know what the first thing he said to me is? He says, why don't you call me anymore? Why don't you have me on? I want to be on with you. So hopefully we'll grab him as soon as he uh, goes off. Oh, He's fantastic. on SB Radio next to us. That, but I want to make sure we don't lose him, Robin. So I'm going to put a little note and bring it over because we have to have Kevin Harlan on. He is, without a doubt, one of the great voices on play-by-play, basketball, football. Absolutely. He does everything. And I'm sure he'll be doing the Super Bowl radio call uh, this weekend as well. I wouldn't worry about that little blip, though. It sounds actually good. I like that. I, I know. Like that. I'm just, I'm, it's one of those things. I'm like, where is it coming from? I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know either. If I knew. Well, not, not, you know, not only did you not know, but Barbecue Beef Balboa, one of our listeners out on the West Coast, uh-huh. who has the, his uh, avatar picture as Rocky. Yes. With the hat on. Yes. He writes, there were prizes involved here. I did not know. Outrage. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. We, we had well, we had pri- we had swag, and then we gave away a watch when we asked what watch earlier today on the show. Did Carson Wentz pick out when we were giving away the Joy Joy watches? We are trying, like like we've said before, we are trying to let people sleep better mm-hmm. with the Chiromatic mattresses. Mm-hmm. See uh, better. See better with the um, thin optics. Thin optics. And spread joy with Joy Joy watches. Joy Joy, everybody loves it, and, and the stuff we have, people love. You know, you need mattresses. You have to have a good mattress. You don't need a watch, but when you see a cool watch like this, you say, "I gotta have it." You know why I don't normally wear watches? Why? And um, because I don't. I, they, they bug me. They they end up hurting my wrist. Yeah, I don't even whatever. realize I have this one on. I am serious. It is so comfortable. This material. I've got expensive watches with great watch bands, and every time I wear one, you're right. You go, oh, it's bothering me. Well, because like like it'll often it'll slip, and then it'll like hit you on that that whatever that bone is right there by your wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that this just sits really really comfortably and has a little bit of stretch to it. It's not quite an elastic so that it's not cutting off your circulation. It just sits right there, and it warms up to your skin, and it's uber, uber comfortable. Uber, uber? I'm serious. Like, I keep forgetting that I have it on. I do, too. And then I look at it, and I say, man, that's nice. Things flashing. By the way, I, I put away my flashing uh, light hat now. Yeah, because now, now you know how much it's worth. You want to, like, <laughs> make sure, keep track of Well, no, of that I thing. ran to the bathroom. At the beginning of the Dana White interview, because we taped him earlier, and I, I could make my mad dash, like a 300-yard dash, to go to the bathroom outside of this conference when, in the convention center, the George R. Brown Convention Center here in Houston. As I, and I'm, I'm walking by, and there are people that I know. They're like, they look at me, and they go, oh, hey, Tony, I didn't realize it was you. The guy's over at CBS, so it was funny walking through, and I completely forgot I had the flashing hat on. <laughs> so I go to the urinal, and there was only three, and I was the middle one was open. So I go up to the middle one, and I can feel both guys on either side of me staring at me with my <laughs> stupid hat that was blinking all these different colors. It was like that one creepy commercial that they run for uh, Pure Auto Insurance uh-huh. where the guy goes into the bathroom and goes up to a urinal, and all the urinals are empty. They are weird. And then a guy walks yes, in and just I walks love that right commercial. up. Guy walks right up to the, the, the urinal next to the urinal, and every other one is empty. But the guy walks up and like like does a look over. It is the best commercial ever. You, think, you now, don't think that's you don't think that's creepy. It is creepy, and that's why why that commercial is so effective. Now, didn't was it Sporting News when you were with Sporting News that they did these great ad campaigns? And there, yes, isn't there one yes. with you in a urinal? I'm standing. No, that was Fox. That was Fox Sports okay. Radio. They had me standing. It wasn't really me, but they had my head 
superimposed on the guy standing in front of a urinal and, uh, and a guy standing next to me talking sports. And that's what it was. Tony will talk sports anywhere with anyone. Right. And then there's another one with you on the doctor's table and you have a gown on. And yes. you're about ready to get like a prostate exam or something. Little do they know that that was going to happen and occur <laughs> over and over and over again. Beautiful. I gotta get I gotta get this note though to Kevin Harlan though. I don't want to I don't want to miss him. I want him to come on the show live here before we wrap up on this Friday, Robin. That's all I ask. That's of all. You. That's all I ask. As they say in now, the uh, what, was the what was the musical, Robin? Phantom all of the Opera. Yes. Now we do have. Let's another. say you love me. I think the song right. Say you love that's me. All that's all I ask. It's it's the only. Uh, theme song. Well, the Phantom of the Opera theme that's is good, but that's all I ask of you ask from of Phantom me. of the Opera. I, I tear up when I hear that song. I don't know yes, why. Yes, you do. You tear up at that song, too? Um, sometimes. You know, you oh, know what... Oh, man. Now, we do have one more... But now, I because, of, because we don't want to miss um, Kevin, Kevin, I don't know if we want to play him. We, we can hold it till tomorrow. We'll, we'll actually put the interview up on, on the website. All the interviews that we've done individually, they'll all be posted as individual interviews. Yes. Oh, as part of the uh, podcast. If you want to listen to the whole podcast that we've done all week, you can still get those. You go online, TonyBrunoShow.com. You can watch the video versions of them. You can listen to the audio versions if you're in your car and you're just riding around and you want to download them on all the different devices and things that you can do. Right. Uh, audio Boom, Stitcher, you name it, you'll find it. But the best place to go is TonyBrunoShow.com because everything is in there. Everything, the YouTube stream. And I will post all the individual videos um, and interviews separately. So um, even the ones that, for whatever reason, did not make it as part of the live show, we will definitely, because some of them are so good, it's just that we didn't have enough hours in the day to be able to play them on the live show. So um, one of my favorite, favorite interviews, actually, out of everybody, wasn't even a sports celebrity. I know, it was astronaut. It was super astronaut. Astro Clay. Clayton, yeah, Astro Clay, Clayton Anderson, uh, a real, true, honest-to-God NASA astronaut. He's out in space, was out in space twice on I've the I've been in space, space many times this week. No, you were Space C. There's a difference. And he's been on the, he's been on the International Space Station twice, one time for 152 days. We had a chance to talk to him. We'll post that interview, too. We don't get a chance to air it. We'll have to post it on the Tony Bruno Show. Fascinating stuff. I could have talked to him for hours. I know. I know. And we talked to him. Awesome. We did like 25 minutes with him. I know. He was great. Because he's like, uh, one well, more question. It's, it's one of those, all right, just one more question, sir. And then you ask him, and then, it's, you know, and then you think of something else you want to ask an astronaut, right? Yeah. And then we ask him about Mars. And we ask him if Matt Damon will be on that, uh, if Matt Damon will be able to teach him how to grow vegetables on Mars he, when well, they go to Mars. And he said, well, I won't say if... I won't give away everything about the interview, but like he did say that he did try growing vegetables out in space. I think it, Snoop is the only guy who's successfully grown anything <laughs> in space, and he'll be on the next mission to Mars coming up, not at Disney World, but uh, actually at NASA when they crank up the uh, program once again. So we're, we're going to get Kevin Harlan in here, but he's doing like the longest interview ever over on SB Nation Radio. I know. But, I wanna, but he's got his back turned to us, so I want to be able to get him and get this note to him. So we'll come on. Yeah, oh, he's pan he's five minutes, five whole minutes. No, he's he, no, he's he's working for CBS and he's doing the uh, the game. <laughs> he's now yelling at Tony, saying, giving him a hard time, saying that you're a rascal. 
Well, pointing at that, you. That's the nicest thing anyone said about me uh, recently. No, a rascal's actually pretty tame. That's not too bad. I can deal with rascal. So tomorrow we're going to go to the uh, Lee Steinberg party, and we'll get some interviews from there. Then we'll try to do a live Periscope from there, because Warren Moon's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Patna Holmes, who's one of Lee Steinberg's clients. What a who's great gonna, kid. He really is. Sharp kid. And I got to meet his mother. She's you even gave his beautiful. mom a Joy Joy watch. Good Lord, is she gorgeous. Yes, she is. She's beautiful. He's a great-looking kid, too. He is. He is. And his Very. dad was a good-looking guy as a pitcher for the Mets and the Minnesota Twins uh, back in the 90s. Pitched from 93, 92 to 2003 is what he, what he pitched in the big leagues. And uh, that, we'll, we'll, get, we'll catch up with him again tomorrow. You see who just walked up here, Robin? <gasps> Deb Carson! Oh, my gosh! No, no. We are live on the air here. You come over here now. Get, sit down for a second. Come over here and get We're live. We're, you are looking live, ladies and gentlemen. Give, give me a hug. Come here. Give me a hug first. <laughs> it's all home week. She said she was coming. You told me she was coming, Robin, and she's here. I know. I, I, I was. Hold on a second. Let me turn. Let me turn her on. Hi. <laughs> please do. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Deb that was Carson. a nice welcome. Deb Carson from uh, from our Fox Sports Radio day, still out there in Los Angeles at Fox Sports Radio. How are you, Deb? I am fantastic, and it is so wonderful to see both of you. We miss you so much, and uh, we we want you back on the West Coast. But I know you are. Uh, well, are in every, the southern whenever West it gets Coast, to thirty say. degrees and cold and rainy, and I say. Why did I leave California? <laughs> Why did I not go? Why did I get away from there? But Pat used to bring us lemons because she has a big lemon tree in your backyard. Meyer lemon tree. I, I, I miss do. it. In fact, it's full of lemons right now, but it's been raining so much in California that I haven't had a chance to go out and pick them. So. Are they getting moldy, though? Well, they get moldy, right? You know, I, that's a good question. I don't know because I haven't been outside. <laughs> Oh. Well, at least the drought's over, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's and that's why everybody's complaining about the rain. I'm like, really? You're, you, we've had a drought for the last five years, and you're going to complain that it's raining? You know, again. It's yeah. going to rain. At least rain in January. You know, right. you don't want it to rain in the summer. But it's always nice in LA. I mean, that's the part I miss the most. Is, it is. You know, the friends and all the great people that I work with. But you know, being able to go out in January and ride your bike on the beach, you know. Absolutely. That was good. So everything good out there? Everything's great. Uh, work is good. Obviously, uh, there's never a shortage of uh, things to talk about in sports. The uh, no. the gift that keeps on giving, well, whether it's... And uh, now you've got two football teams in L.A. LA to talk about. I know. L.A. is just exploding now. It is. You went from fe- you know famine to feasts. And we'll see if one of the teams ends up being any good. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, with Phillip Rivers, there's, there's a, a chance with, um, right. with the Chargers. I almost said with San Diego, but I guess they're Los Angeles now. Um, and, and a lot of people are really enthusiastic about the new coach of the Rams, too. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, obviously, they want to have more success, especially when they're going to want to sell these ginormous uh, PSLs, PSLs like for the them. new place in Inglewood. The, the so. personal seat licenses. Yeah. But, you know, the Chargers are going to be playing in like a soccer stadium, a 30,000-seat soccer stadium. Right. right, which I actually think is a smart move when they're making the transition um, because it's going to feel a lot fuller probably than Qualcomm did. <laughs> yes. um, and from what I understand, it's a really nice facility, too. So I haven't been down there to watch the Galaxy play. Um, I think they've even had boxing matches down there, but it's it's definitely going to feel more intimate. Um, there it used are, to be the Home Depot Center when yes, they built it, right? Because yeah. when I was there, they were building that. Stay. Everybody was talking about Carson's the place where they're going to build an NFL facility, and they built the soccer, and it's a great soccer facility. Yeah. And, and obviously for football and soccer, the fields are perfect for both, but in the NFL, they want more than 30,000 oh, seats. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and again, I think they're going to try to you know build the team back up, get a defense for, uh, for, for the Chargers, um, and, and again, hopefully they'll have some success. And by the time they are ready to go into the place in Englewood, 
um, hopefully they'll have enough fans that'll fill it up for them. Deb Carson joining us here uh, out from L.A. So when did you get in, today? Um, I got in late last night, about midnight, so I didn't make it over here until right around midday. But, uh, but you, I, you missed the big EA Sports party last night. It was I crazy. did. I did. So you're going to be partying now all weekend or working? Um, I'm going to go to Lee Steinberg's party tomorrow. We'll see you there. We'll be there. Yeah, okay. I'll see you there. And then I actually have to fly out on Saturday night, so it's a really quick turnaround wow. trip for me. Yeah. Well, at least it's not that far of a flight. It's no. only, and you're only going two time zones, not one, not it, three. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I've also got, you know, I, I lived here for a little while. I went to high school in Kingsville, Texas. Which I did is, not know that. Yes, yes, which is about five hours south of here, but a lot of my classmates are here in Houston. I went to Baylor, which, gee, that hasn't been in the news for the last no, not uh, year and, and a my, half. And my coach from Temple, Matt Rule, is yes. now the coach there, and he's done a great job at Temple. I, hopefully he does a great job. I think he will. He's a great coach. Yeah, and everybody says he's a great guy, too. So yes, I he think, is. obviously, as we see what unfolds with, with everything that's going on there, so I, I think he's going to be good on the field, and I think he'll be a good influence off the field. So... Um, but yeah, it's it's been uh, it, it's been really upsetting because obviously a couple of years ago when everybody wanted me to come on and talk about you know Art Bryles and the Bears, it was all for good reason. And any show I'm on lately, it's all for you know scandal. Yeah, and so. this is a great school and a great program. It is. I mean, how many look at how many players they put in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, and and even more important. Well, that's very important to me, obviously. But um, but you know, it also is still a, it's a great university. Everybody on the West Coast anyway wants to paint it as you know it's a horrible school, terrible things happen there and it's like you know what I still would rather see my and she's only four now but I, I'd still <laughs> rather see my daughter eventually go there than a lot of other places so there are good people everywhere there are bad people everywhere unfortunately this happens to be a really high profile bad situation Absolutely. well Texas is great I mean every time Robin and I've been to Houston twice now we were here for the final four last year I was here for the Super Bowl no four so I love coming down to Texas the people are great here you know, even though the Cowboy fans hate me, they really don't because they know I see Troy and I see Rich Dalrymple and all the Cowboy people, and they're, they're, just, they're just great people, and they're a great organization. Well, I'm, I'm a Cowboy fan, and I've you know, forgiven you for, uh, <laughs> for your Philly fandom uh, ever since I've known you, Tony. So there's one Cowboy fan who loves you, too. But, uh, but no, so, so do you have a favorite, or have you discovered a favorite spot since you've been here? Or no, is... we, we've, been, we've been just, because, because we're doing this podcast live in the afternoons, we come here early in the morning and then accumulate all these guests, and, you know, we have like 10 or 12 different guests that we tape, and then when we come on, we place them back, and then we get live people to come on. So, Because you can see now it's starting to slow down because most of the afternoon shows on the East Coast are over at 6 p.m. Right. And now we're, it's almost 6 o'clock here Central Time. And honestly, it's, it's so much easier to tape because of the fact that you never know when somebody's going to be available. So if you just tape them all and then do the play them later, it's it's a lot easier on your guests. You can get a lot more variety of guests. Yeah. Exactly. You're not beholden to a time schedule. Then we, get, so. then we get Deb Carson live. I and know. That's the other it advantage. was such a fantastic surprise. Well, well, I mean, you knew you were coming, <laughs> and I knew you said you were going to be here, but we didn't know when. Well, and it was a surprise to me because I saw you guys, and I was making my way over, and I thought, oh, I'll be inconspicuous because it looks like they're on the air, and I didn't realize that I was going to just be a walk-up uh, Walk on. I know. Well, on. and then yeah. not only that, now we have cameras. So, I mean, I don't oh. know. If you we're, Say hi to all the cameras. people. They're right so here. There's one right in front of if you. If I had my back to the camera, this no, no, oh, right here. here. You have right. one. Straight on. Well, thank you. I have one, and then we have the three <laughs> shot over there. 
You think this is some rinky-dink podcast? Look at you. Of course oh. it's a rinky-dink podcast. Well, I don't know. Do you remember the days when um, in Sherman Oaks they had that old, you know, webcam like, up, web in the corner. up in the corner? Of course corner. I do. And every single night, Tony's show would crash the webcam. And <laughs> we would we were on, like, dial-up, I think, at the time. I don't you know. know. But, we're on AOL Messenger. But normally, it, the bandwidth was fine. But then at night, everybody wanted to see what the heck Tony was doing because he was laughing, having yeah. so much fun. So they would log on and we'd crash it. And it was a little camera all the yeah. way in the corner. Teeny well, tiny thing. Well, no, I remember it well because I remember the lighting in that studio was not exactly forgiving. And people like Stephen, uh, Stephen A. Smith, who I used to do right. the show with in the morning. And by the way, you know, I was waking up at midnight to do that. So it's not <laughs> like I came in full hair and makeup. But he was like, yeah, well, why don't you, you know, go sit in that studio so I can see what's going on. I'm like... I think I'll stay in my update studio, <laughs> keep my baseball cap on, and uh, and you can just imagine. <laughs> oh yeah, there was there's I I, I do recall uh, the uh, the technical people, whoever was taking care of the webcam, would always be really angry because they're like, "Damn it, Tony, you crashed it again." Yeah, because we didn't even know there was a webcam in, and we started telling people when we'd have guests in the studio, they would want to see the guest, and that became like one of the first simulcasts, you know, right. even though it was on the computer screen and it was a we're like we're, we were like watching from the Hubble telescope, yeah, you know, because it was way out there, but it was a lot of fun. And it was like the Fox uh, upper, they they had they didn't understand why would anybody want to see what was going on on a radio show. Which and now is every radio show has cameras on it. It's well, unbelievable. And I was going to say, and I think Howard Stern did pretty well with that, too. Yes, he I mean, did, there, yes. There are a, a lot of, uh, and, and now isn't every radio show on television? Exactly. Exactly. Or, exactly. or every television show becomes a radio show also? <laughs> yeah. Well, Deb, it's great to see you. We'll see you Thank at the Lee you. Steinberg party tomorrow. Absolutely. It'll be a lot of fun. It's a great event. And he does a lot of great stuff with charities now. And it's not just media people sitting around and drinking. I mean, it's, it's really, really for a good cause. And we'll get to see Warren Moon and a lot of our other friends. Absolutely. Well, Cosmo, do you know Cosmo De Nicola to, as well? He, he is uh, the co-chairman of the Lee Steinberg Party. Right. And um, he is the co-owner of the Philadelphia Soul and great guy, a great, great, great guy. Great, great wow. guy. So if you haven't met him yet, we'll You'll make meet sure him to tomorrow. Him. Okay, Absolutely. please do, yeah, because I, I don't know. I've never met him. So. Yeah, no, wonderful guy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Deb Carson, let me give her a roaring round of applause right here now. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> great to see you, Deb. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. There she is, Deb Carson, live on Radio Row. You're not getting Deb Carson on any of these other shows, except her own show and then Fox Sports Radio. See, I can put on people from any network. That's what's great. I can have anybody on the show. doesn't matter anymore. Exactly. I don't have to worry about Don't put these people on. Don't put those people You're on. You're going to have a conflict. I don't have any conflicts. Do I? Um, <laughs> well, self-made conflicts. <laughs> well, we're going to wait for Kevin Harlan, right? We're yes. going to wait? Yeah. We're I don't want to shut it down yet. I don't want to shut down, but I think they're doing the history of the NBA conversation <laughs> no, right now. But seriously, it's like going on. Well, they're doing like three segments with Kevin Harlan. Dude. Dude. I only want right. five minutes. That's all I want. Then I got to go get gargled because my throat is shot. And then. No, no, he knows. He's, he's going to come uh, And dying. then we need to uh, go back to the apartment and get, get changed, changed and go to the David Gal party. And you need to look purdy. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, I can't do anything about that. But Debbie, you working tonight? Oh, okay. Are you going? Are you going back over to the Fox area over there? I am. Okay, on our way out, we'll say hi. Awesome. Uh, okay. Good to see you too, Deb. Deb Carson leaving the area now. I love her. I love her too. She's phenomenal. I miss her. We miss her too. I don't just miss her lemons. I I miss her. 
I miss everything about Deb Carson. <laughs> and she's a Texas girl. Hey, too. look, her shoes. Did you see her shoes? The I have. I was wearing those shoes last night. Exactly. No, not they weren't exactly the same, Robin. Very, very, very. Yours had close. sparklies in them, though. Mine had sparklies in them. Well, Kevin Harlan's going to join us. I want to thank everybody again who came by today. What a great, great uh, lineup of folks we had: Herschel Walker and Matt Mitrione, Sal Palantonio, Carson Wentz, Dana White. I mean, we talked to Mike Golick Jr. yesterday and Ryan Leaf, and astronaut Clay, Clayton Anderson, who we we have to put that up on the internet for sure for people to see and hear that interview too. It was it was a lot of fun. And you know, I, I'm I'm a science freak. Even though I'm, I wasn't good at math, I'm fascinated by science. I even have one of the guys on the science uh, on that show, uh, the universe thing. You know where they go on and they talk a- a- ancient aliens. Yeah. You ever see that show, Ancient Aliens? Right. And the one dude with the crazy hair that's on there. Yes. I mean, speaking of crazy, he's the one that has a little the whole swoosh going over. And one of the guys who's on that show, one of the one of the guys, he follows me on Twitter. Mike Barra is his name. And last night when we were tweeting from the party, uh-huh. he wrote, you're having more fun than I am. And then I wrote back to him. I said, yeah, but, you know, you're in science. And you, I said, no, there's a lot of uh, human science experiments here at this party tonight. So he was really, really cool. And I, didn't, I never even met the guy. But he's, he's one of the, he refers to himself as one of the talking heads on ancient aliens. On, uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know whether that's Nat Geo. It's on one of those channels, Science Channel, History Channel, and uh, Kevin Harlan. Oh. He's just getting up from his interview now. Freaking so. finally. No. I'm not going to rip him for that. As long as he comes over here, I don't care who he talks to. Is Kevin coming by? Because i got to have him on for a couple minutes. i got to have him on. Those guys do like the history of the NBA with him. i got to have you on before I, sh- I shut down the show. Uh, okay, we will wait for him. <laughs> Kevin Harlan just gave me the hold. Hold yeah, on for like, one minute. We're taking <laughs> pictures, for goodness sakes. <laughs> See, that's one good thing about this show. We can do whatever we want. I know. We don't have to sign off. We can do whatever we want. We're still on. We waited just for you, Kevin. We waited. We are See? live right now. There's the camera. All I've all done, all world. I want to do is be on with you, and I'm, you're like the last guy, and you're almost ready to close shop here. <laughs> and like, I just love, I love your show. We stayed you, open I, just for you. Thank you so much. Uh, we were thank just you talking so. about, you know, last week Brent Musburger retired. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and Vern Lundquist, and we were talking about the great broadcasters in America. And whenever I talk about the guys, I, I always mention you first, Kevin, because you are oh, terrific. You are and I've been so nice. fortunate to know you over the years. And so you're doing the game, right? I'm doing the eighth, eighth one. Eighth one on eighth Westwood. Super Bowl. Is it, what is it, Westwood one? It's Compass Media. It, it, no, it's, it's Westwood One. It's seven years on Westwood. Then I did, I did the first HD Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, how weird is that? I did that uh, in 2001 with Moose Johnston, who was my partner that year at CBS. And there were like a million, I think a million and a half HD screens in the world. Wow. And like maybe 400,000 in the U.S. And they sent that signal to every HD capable television. And from that point on, we know what we've got now. We've got HDTV. And, now, I still have the black and white set. But you do can you? Yeah, that's, no, that's, no, a that's a I shame. That's I wish I did. I, I was probably worth something now. You know, I, where is this show going? We're, we're, we're all, over, all the over the world. That's all what over I thought. The world. Yeah. We're, on, we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook Live. We're on Periscope. And then we're on uh, Tony Bruno Show Live. 
We're on uh, Audio Boom. So I mean, as pe- soon as the live show is over, then the audio portion automatically gets loaded onto oh, the podcast. Oh, it does. So, so you can listen to it pre- prepping for the Super Bowl. Oh, we'll do that. Yet. We'll definitely do that. Thank Instead you. Instead of yeah, listening yeah, to no, the no, six no, hours no. of pregame shows, <laughs> well, you're not doing you're not doing a big long pregame. No, no. I'm going to right? say, hey, welcome. Here we go, and off to Boomer. And you know, that's, about, <laughs> that's about it. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> they, they, re- they reluctantly use me. <laughs> so now you do everything, and obviously you're great at basketball. You're great at football. Is there anything else you haven't done? Have you done hockey? I uh, did hockey in high school. Wow. I, I broadcast hockey in high school. In fact, Bob, you remember Bob Johnson, the coach of the Wisconsin Badgers? Absolutely. He was recruiting a kid on our team, and he sat in back of me as I was broadcasting. And after the game, he said, I'm going to go offer that kid a contract to play hockey at the University of Wisconsin, and I want you to come, and I'm going to get you a scholarship from our journalism department. I want you to broadcast my games <laughs> at Madison. But I, I went to Kansas instead. And uh, and football and basketball are my favorites. Now, you've and, been in Kansas City a long time. Long right? time, yeah. There, right? yeah. Well, we, we spend a little. We raised our, our – our, we have three girls and a boy, and we've raised them. Our, our youngest is our boy, and he's in college. Our girls are now grown and gone, one married. And we've uh, we've kind of gone back to where I grew up, which is in Green Bay, and about an hour and a half north of Green Bay. And we've got a little place on Lake Michigan, and we oh, kind of spend beautiful. most of the year there. Yeah, love that area. Now, Appleton, <clears throat> and you know, I mean, I love How traveling. You know, yeah, yeah, you've been I've up been there, Appleton, right? Appleton, I've been, to, you know, and then Lambeau Field. I mean, I, that was my bucket list thing, and I finally oh. got to go years ago. And it's good. It's, good. It's Have you seen amazing. it lately? Have you seen it since they've done the addition, yes, Tony? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Just beautiful. You know, we talk about bucket list in sports. That's something that every football fan has to experience. I agree. If like if like the NFL, I, and they've got Canton, but if they had a stadium museum of what, like, here's an NFL stadium, that's where you would put someone, right? Absolutely. Like from like from some other planet. This is what it is. Well, I was when I first met you, I was surprised at you because you know when you're on the radio and you're doing and I was doing ESPN and Fox. I know it. And then Kevin Harlan, I meet him. He's like, I listen to you all the time. I and do. You're thinking, and and laugh. Thinking, uh, and your laugh is the best. You've got the best laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and when you and Chuck were on, oh my God! But I, I'm especially. I'm just. I'm really drawn to you. I. I I love your work. I just, well, I do. You, I, can't, I can't be more honest than that. I do. I'm, I'm flattered. I'm seriously, because you're one of the all-time greats. I'm just a radio schlep, you know. But no, you, you're, you're, Now, you were doing the Chiefs for a while, right? Did you I do did the for Chiefs? nine years. You yeah, were doing, so, years. You, so when you were in Kansas City, you did the Chiefs local broadcast. And the Missouri basketball and football. And then, you obviously, the network stuff. So and when went, did the network we, stuff start? Uh, then went to the Timberwolves and did the Timberwolves and the Chiefs at the same time. <clears throat> lived in Kansas City and commuted every day, flew wow. every day back and forth. Wow. That got old. And then uh, and they were losing, and they were horrible, <laughs> like unwatchable. They were unbroadcastable. They you were mean like bad. the Sixers the last few years yeah, until they got you yeah, until they got a beat. Yeah, now they're, woo. And, uh, and then I, I got my, I went to ESPN for two years and did, and then when Fox got the NFL rights, uh, I went to Fox, and that was 94. And so I started doing network television in 94, four years there. CBS got the rights back, and they said, hey, we can give you some college basketball, too. And that was a deal I could not turn down. So I've been at CBS for 18 years. And your NBA work is terrific, and you do, you're do you still doing a lot of NBA. A lot of TNT. I did a TNT game here last night. Oh, that's, and, that, was that the TNT what, what, game? Yeah, it was a great Did Charles game. rip anybody last night? I, I don't it. know. I he there. might have. I don't know. <laughs> you just kind of duck. Do you know Charles? Oh, forever. He I've known is, him since he, was, okay. since he was drafted. Is he not? And, and people go, they don't know what, what they're getting. Yeah. He is the kindest, Absolutely. nicest, most wonderful human being. Completely and like, down to earth. If, if either of you said, 
I've got an issue. What can we do to fix it? No, I, but, you're absolutely right. I say this, and when people ask me, of all the people I've interviewed, who's your favorite guy? And I know him as a friend, too. He's not yes, just a... Yes, yes. He is... When I, I took my daughter to Vegas for her 21st birthday, and, and Charles happened to be there that weekend, and he sees me, and he says, oh, come on, what are you doing? I said, my, my daughter flew in, and I'm going to take her out for dinner, and he says, take her down to the club. He buys her a bottle of champagne, I a know. bottle of... of, of Cristal. Uh, of Cristal, oh, and has it brought kidding. in, brings her, picks her up, puts her over the chair, and sits oh, her in the, in the little isn't area. That we see him in Tahoe all the time yeah, with the American. Yeah, no, no, he loves it. Yeah, and he's he in loves Philly it. a lot where we live, and he's yep. in Philly in the win- so in the, the summertime. And that in the was actually time. my first contact with Charles was at the Tahoe Celebrity Golf Tournament, and you know, there's all these people there, and they always all have their entourages. Charles, on the other hand, he's walking with his <laughs> golf club swung over his shoulder, yeah, right. just by himself. And that's a sight. That's just, you know, just heading down to the course. I say he's the most he's, accessible, friendly superstar in sports. Because he, he, is. Is, he was a superstar he, in his game. He was. He was a, one of the top 50 players of all time uh-huh. when they voted, you know, a handful of years ago. And and he's become the biggest name in broadcasting right now, arguably, right? I mean, Absolutely. Sports, sports broadcasting probably is his big name. And I've said before that Tony T- Bruno, maybe, but but, but well, uh, the TNT NBA show is the best. I mean, is there, I mean, it I is good. The chemistry, right? You, the yeah. chemistry. Because chemistry. it's because those guys. It's what I love is have fun. You're doing sports, yes. and you're having fun instead of just breaking down the X's and O's, which fans want, and they give them because these guys are all yeah. great at what they do. Ernie and you know, and, and Kenny and, Ken, and yeah, all and the Shaq, Shaq, yeah, Shaq when he's like mm. awake. I mean. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are the greats, and so but the, way, the way they do it and have fun—that's the way I've always tried to do what I do in my Well, it's career. all chemistry, right? It's yep. all chemistry. Yeah. And and uh, when I listen to you all the time, I hear chemistry, but I hear that laugh. And I, and I oh god! <laughs> Sometimes you can't stop laughing, no, no, and then right. you go on and go, "Oh my god!" And I'm laughing in the car, and I go, "Oh, Tony." You're the best, man. You are the best. No, you're the best, Kevin. Uh, we, who's the best? Uh, I begged to be on the show, by the way. I asked to be on the show. No, I saw you <laughs> coming over. I said, i got to get Kevin. I haven't seen I, him. I asked to be on the show. We, last time I show. saw you, Robin and I were in Dallas for the Super Bowl. We were in the same hotel, and you were walking oh, through the ice Oh, that was the first year I did this. Yeah, that was yeah. bad. Yeah, that Remember was, the ice? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tough. That was bad. That was a nightmare for travel. Yeah. It was. Bad news. Yeah, we, but we haven't seen. I got to get your information, your number and stuff, so we can I'll have you on you the show. I'll give you it all so, anytime. So Tony, so th- this is this is Tony. You'll appreciate this. He refused to give up. This was five years ago. He refused to give up his old flip phone, <laughs> and it was not hooked to the cloud or anything. I'm getting another one, but I'm getting yeah, it back. Good, I yeah. want the flip you phone. Want the flip he wants to go back. Yeah, no but more smartphones. I'm like, after, you didn't learn your lesson, so. The flip phone broke. He lost all of his contacts. Oh, yeah. Every single oh, one yeah. of them. <laughs> you know, and there is a way you can store that stuff. <laughs> yeah, now, now I know yeah. that. Yeah, it's I didn't know that. It's called a smartphone <laughs> yeah, yeah. for a uh, reason. I know. I know. <laughs> but they've got then Verizon, like, have the cloud. Yeah, I think they store all yeah, your numbers I, in there I, I or whatever. You don't even have to think about it. Yeah, no, no, right, yeah. But but unfortunately, well, you, if you have get a him flip. Straightened out there. I, well, I have yeah, now, yeah. but now he wants to go back. He wants phone. to go back. Do they even make flip phones anymore? Yes, they do. They're like nineteen dollars, and it's good. You could oh, break you're them. kidding! Like they do on those shows, like the drug guys, like yeah, the yeah, Breaking right. Bad. Yeah, right. They break the phone and throw it in a trash can, <laughs> and then they go buy another one for twenty dollars. You know, I'm an old school guy, Kevin. You're an I old know, school guy. I, know. I like being an old school guy, and you know what? We need more old school. Yes, you know we do. We need we need more old school. We need a little bit more. <laughs> we need some. We need is this your guy over here now? Is he your TNT yeah, guy? Yeah, he's, or is he your CBS no, guy? No, no, he's my Westwood One guy. Oh, your Westwood oh, One he's guy. He's probably going to I can't keep track up, of all this stuff. Yeah, I've, I've, all right, we have we're other places to go, Kevin. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> I haven't talked to Kevin in years, man. But listen, 
This has been a thrill to come. This I think this is my last. This is a thrill to come over. Well, I'm here. glad you had a couple minutes. Really, yeah, I'm glad you were over there. Great I'm glad I saw you. Like you walked in, I'm like, it's Kevin Harlan. <laughs> Kevin Harlan's <laughs> yeah, here, yeah, and yeah. I got to get him on. Yeah. I don't care because my we can do as long as we want. So we were going to stop at six. I said I don't care how long well, it is. Thank you. I want to get well, Kevin great. on before thank we you. wrap it up. You should be great out to see. And we'll be listening on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Kevin Harlan on West on Westwood One. On the radio call with Boomer Esiason, right? Yes, Boomer Esiason. And Mike Holmgren will be in the booth, too. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Tony, since, since we are wrapping it up, why don't you start the wrap-up music, and then we can go, and then we can actually say goodbye to him off the wait, air so that we're beautiful. not actually on. You're, you're hitting the music? Now, wait, hold on. I'm going to watch it's it. The, uh, watch it it's and the Andy it. Griffith theme. Why don't I hear it, Robin? <laughs> I don't know. What it, why <laughs> oh, don't that's we? why, because I have it down. Okay, let me hit hold it again. On, here it goes. Ah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember that. That is old school right there. That's right. (laughs) Petticoat Junction, (laughs) Hogan's Heroes, and the Andy Griffiths show. But see, it's old school with a little bit of... Oh, yeah. Oh, you've done a little something. It's a remix. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. Yeah, good. So that's Tony. Tony's a remix. He's like old school remix. we got to thank all of our guests. Herschel Walker came by with Matt Mitrione. Oh, how about that? Sal Palantonio, my buddy from ESPN. I love Sal. Carson Wentz, who's a monster. And huh. he's going to be a he's gonna be great player. player. I agree. Dana White from the UFC. Oh. Pat Mahomes came by. Yeah, everybody. Oh. And then, of course, <laughs> our, our good friend. Deb Carson. Deb Carson from Fox out in L.A. And the capper, ladies and gentlemen, the man who finished it and put this whole thing into a, a, put the bow and the ribbon around it. The great Kevin Ireland. You shake your hand. You're my friend. You're Thanks, my everybody. Friend. Be careful out there. Have a great weekend. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And more importantly, God bless America. Because it's a beautiful country. We'll see you uh, over the weekend for tomorrow from the Lee Steinberg party with a lot of great guests and friends. So be careful out there and have a great weekend. That's great. Thank you for getting me on. That was a thrill. Let's get a picture. Thanks for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Download new episodes every Thursday. Come back soon. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward. Building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward. Building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance.